the wrong fucking theme. I'm leaving it in. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Alcoholics. <laughs> I'm leaving it in. Um, <laughs> just a random outburst. At just the a top. random scream at the top <laughs> that no one understands but the people in this room slash Zoom. Um, uh, what is it? My name is Terrain Myers. I'm joined by. I forgot where we were. <laughs> my name is Terrain Myers. I'm joined by my co-host Katrina Marks. Katrina, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm doing okay. Let's let's all live in this moment for a second. It's been this. This is already super off the rails. Um, incredibly off the rails. We're not even drunk. No, this is my first drink. This is just incompetence. I'm only drinking tea because I'm is, tired. This is just sheer incompetence. I'm bad at this job. <laughs> um, like, And let's live in this space and know that someone asked me if I wanted to help them talk to a candidate for PA Supreme Court. <laughs> Let's let's live in this moment where I can't play the theme song to my podcast successfully, but that is an option that I potentially had. Uh, people aren't people got to get to know me more before they think I'm helpful. Um, uh, Katrina, how are you doing? Good, good. First week in the house and it's gone well. Gone well. It has not burned down. Now I know last episode we said we wouldn't talk about the house anymore. But we're not, that's not true. We're going to. Um, but the house is nice, and the first first week has gone quite well, and the cats like it. Yes. And that's the Very important cool. part. Very cool. Our, our little furry children like each other a little bit more in this house, which, mm-hmm. I, which I totally dig. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a nice side effect, unexpected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of those nice little bonuses. Um, no more house talk. No more house talk. Let's introduce our guest. We we haven't had her on the podcast in a while, um, and that's been awful. Uh, and and we've been like counting the moments until we can get her back on the podcast. <laughs> Even though when she comes on, she does her very best to bully me whenever she can possibly do it, which is not cool. <laughs> um, she is. Uh, she works for Action Together. She's also the uh, debate correspondent for this podcast. Uh, welcome, Jess Britton. How how are you? Um, I'm doing well. Um, first of all, I did not say that I wouldn't talk about your house. So <laughs> yeah. I think that I can um, talk about the house um, as much as I want. Uh, you guys, if you guys don't answer me, if I ask questions on the podcast, <laughs> it's just going to be weird. Like, yeah. So right. like, you might have to, but yeah. um, I am sad that you guys are further away, but happier because this seems like a really great move for you guys and for the cats which Mm -hmm. is great um sammy has joined us in the uh in the zoom uh this is a podcast so people can't see him but he has stuck his face now Mm -hmm. into the the screen so um and also just for all of the listeners i want to just mention that after some uh shenanigans i offered to do the intro uh (laughs) to the podcast because terrain (laughs) And Katrina were struggling a little bit. I wasn't doing anything. Like, no, I got it. And then it went really well. So I think that was the right call. Yeah. I I think truly we can all we can all just point out that this has been the most seamless episode thus far. Just 
perfect Absolutely. transition to transition. Yeah. Um, yep. Great start. <laughs> great yeah. start. Yeah. No Amazing. one's no one's screaming for no reason. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I didn't hear anything. It's fine. I think I screamed the f word. This is. I would argue that's the earliest. The earliest. earliest <laughs> in, I would think so. In, in history, that I screamed the f word. So that if, is like that's fun for what like future alcoholics trivia. You mm-hmm. should like get the time stamp on that. Season what is the earliest? <laughs> and then you have that at the ready. Yeah. Yes. You should. You should next time you do a trivia episode, throw in some. Uh, alcoholics trivia i did last either yes. either last time or the time before i had an alcoholics uh, uh trivia uh question what was it i think it was what was the name of the first episode oh i don't remember oh that. i kind of remember that mm-hmm. i wasn't doing the trivia but i listened and yeah i remember that mm-hmm. but i don't remember what the name of the episode was so we, I space force it was space force that's correct we do oh, have boy. to get you on um a uh, on a trivia one we also need that'll to start fun. doing more trivia ones. yeah well, we've been that, on a bit help. of a hiatus i guess that's have you guys had a lot going on did you move or anything we had a little bit going on i'm not sure if the listeners uh, know uh (laughs) because we didn't talk about it a lot but we moved weird uh we moved to a new house um so that was what that was a little bit difficult i know we we kept that pretty under wraps we didn't talk about it was on the dl yeah what has been new with you um not too much new i mean I don't know. It's like that's a, t- a tough question because I'm sorry. I didn't no mean to. I didn't I mean to gotcha. How long it's been? No, you stumped me with the first question. Um, no, like just action together keeps me super busy. Uh, we're constantly doing a ton of of work all through um, Northeastern PA. So you know, there's lots to do there. I work way too much at my like day job, so that's annoying um but you know gotta gotta pay those bills yeah but uh yeah so but things things are good just just busy as as always but a little a little bit more so any any action together events recently that you want to talk about so today as a matter of fact um we had a rally for reproductive rights in scranton i still am rocking my at uh garb um, so we did that, um, at the courthouse in Scranton, um, had a great crowd, um, of people. I know that there was a rally in Harrisburg. There was stuff going on in, in Philly and throughout the state, but I think it was nice across and, the country. Yeah, it was across the yeah. country for sure. Um, I think there was one, at least one in every state and most states had multiples and there were also virtual components cause you know, here we are mm-hmm. still in the pandemic. Um, but yeah, we had, um, a great turnout of people from all over like the Northeast quadrant of the state. And that was like really exciting to see. Um, and people just want to get out and say like, Hey, we support abortion rights and we're not going to stand for the, the bullshit that's going on. So, Mm -hmm. so that was really great. Um, and of course we're working on, we're working on the municipal and statewide elections that are that are coming up really soon. So that's that's our other big priority right now. Yeah, about a month until the next elections. I didn't even. Yeah. Time's yep. flying. I I didn't even realize how close that was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, li- literally one month actually. Mm-hmm. Yep. Second. Yeah. So so lots happening there. So that's statewide good. judges, which uh, apparently you'll be hearing terrain 
no, uh, no you won't. On it. <laughs> no, you won't. No, you won't. You absolutely won't. I wish I could, but you won't. <laughs> Come on, just do it. What a, I think first, I think it already happened. I'm, I'm probably I'm scooping this. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. not sure if I'm not sure if I'm, I'm like, even allowed I'm to allowed. talk about it. I'm allowed. I want to do whatever I want <laughs> with all of these entities. I just make my own rules. Yeah. Who's gonna get mad? Who's gonna get mad? Bring them to me. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to face you. <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> It'll be fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, I no. That's that's great, and we have some super important elections coming up. Um, courts matter, and we need to make sure that um, they are not uh, hijacked by right wing lunatics. So that's important. Um, <laughs> it's almost like we had a big example of. It's that. almost like that already happened, and now we're trying to gain some ground back. Right, yeah. right. It's it's like on a national, like on a national, like big picture level, um, having six conservatives on a court is dangerous. <laughs> Weird. Who would have thought? Who would have thought that that wasn't good? Yeah. Why didn't I, anyone just, warn us? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. If only, if only we had known. If <laughs> if only anybody, if only anyone would have said anything about this. Um, but unfortunately we were left in the dark and we just didn't know. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, I mean, we're obviously joking and we all know like how serious that is. But one of the things that I said when I spoke to our attendees today at the, at the rally, when I was a junior in college, I was, it was the middle of the George W. Bush, the first term of George W. Bush's administration. Um, Let me see. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was my junior year in college. I was working for Planned Parenthood and we got the news that Sandra Day O'Connor was retiring. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Sandra Day O'Connor, first woman on the court, like all of that. And like that day, just felt so horrific because you knew that there was someone in office who was going to name exactly what you expected someone like that to 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 the court mm-hmm. um and it just like that shift that really started you know and like the more modern political times that really started after you know at that point where you know there were some really great uh, justices put on, you know, during the Clinton administration, and then this happened, and it started. You know, there were what three that Bush appointed, um, and like that started it, and that's how like bad that felt. And I know mm-hmm. we all spoke um, the day that, or the day after, I think that Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away, mm-hmm. and like just thinking about like those two things, and like, oh yeah, their plan completely worked completely worked and now here we are in this terrible situation all the things that we were worried about are happening yeah yeah. who would have thought yeah um yeah and it's it's (laughs) i feel like sometimes the supreme court when it comes to uh you know political races uh the supreme court and I'm, i'm talking like um you know big picture our united states supreme court but this can easily be um you know uh, easily be kicked down to, you know, your state Supreme Courts. Um, oh, I probably should mute myself when I cough, too. That's probably a good idea. I didn't do that when I... <laughs> um, uh, when you... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, when you... Uh, Nothing but professionalism here at all politics. Right. 
it's okay right. i just realized that i'm logged in under the wrong zoom account so it's a good thing this isn't a video yeah anyway continue um no but like uh we we see how destructive um destructive um courts can be um when they're you know just uh housing you know right-wing like conservatives who uh are hostile to various <laughs> forms of of rights for people that they don't tend to care about um so you know you see the importance of the united states supreme court but you also like looking at the pa supreme court you see the importance of the pa supreme court when it came to um redistricting and and what our districts were um like saying that you can't like you know saying that these districts were drawn in in really awful ways and, and getting that changed like these these are these are super important issues that um, sometimes in a in a in the grand scheme of the in the grand scheme of um, political races get like overlooked, and it can even be overlooked when um, a candidate says that these are super important things. Um, a lot of people tend to you know not necessarily listen to that. They they listen to other things. The Supreme Court isn't at the top of um, uh, courts rather um, as a whole aren't on the top of everyone's. Um, mindset when it comes to voting and it really should be because some of these people are in positions that can change policy um for generations yeah. right i mean the the courts were literally like the key to mcconnell's plan yep and 100%. it worked like and it, it was like such an, such an under the radar yeah. not a lot of coverage about it like because it's not a it's not a flashy thing yeah. it's literally you know and but they they did it. They got it. They got hundreds and hundreds of seats, and mm-hmm. this was what their end game was. So absolutely, mm-hmm. and you know it's the end game, but it's also you know just to go back to terrain to your point about the PA Supreme Court, a, you know big yes on redistricting like that's so important. But just even more recently, and obviously redistricting <clears throat> coming back around here, but mm-hmm. um, you know just more recently you know, the, what should not have been the contentious results of the Pennsylvania election Mm -hmm. uh, in 2020, it was the PA courts that, you know, upheld the results and threw out all of those, you know, garbage cases, you know, challenging the very clear election results. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, so like, we can't talk about this enough. And in Pennsylvania, it is one of the states where we elect our statewide judges. Like mm-hmm. that's not something that happens in every state and it's happening this year in one month. So anytime you can get the word out about that, that's really helpful because it's not just the Supreme court on a national level. I mean, yeah. Yeah. obviously super important, but you know, like you said, all the courts below um, are, have, they spend four years filling them with, you know, honestly, white, straight dudes, young, young, young. white, straight dudes. Like um, they, if he could have, if he could have nominated, if he could have nominated like conservative middle schoolers, he, he would have. And he, he essentially tried that. <laughs> like he got, <laughs> yeah. he got some yeah, of the were, most. Like there in... were even a couple that like, even the Senate was like, yeah. All right, you know, were, we can't do that. They have people <laughs> like, that, like, the American bad. Bar Association were like, these guys aren't good at, they don't know what do this that. is. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, no, so courts are super important, and we need to pay attention to courts because they can do mm-hmm. um, awful things. Um, 
so let's get into with that in mind let's get into quick news um jess you haven't been on for a pretty long time um so we wanted to uh talk to you about um the uh the texas you know um anti-choice uh, legislation that was passed and essentially okayed for the time being by the Supreme Court, um, which there's clearly going to be a challenge to it, but they're allowing it to exist now, which means that all of the punishments that they have installed for it um, are happening now and that the the effects that they're looking for, they're going to get. Some of these some of these clinics that are shuttering are not going to be able to, re like, they're not going to reopen. Um, so I wanted to get your... Um, a reaction to that, that especially since you just spent the day um, rallying in support of um, reproductive freedom. Yeah, well, you know, I think the, I mean, you've already discussed and I'm sure you have discussed in the last, you know, month or so, you know, how, just how devastating this is. And I mean, this is like, and I hate the social media trend of like, like that sort of irritating trend of like, this is what we told you would happening. Cause a lot of times it feels like too preachy and it's like usually white people doing it. So I don't love that. But, <laughs> but like in all honesty, in this case, it's like, well, <laughs> in this yeah. one, it is really accurate. This is exactly what we were concerned about, you know, and the thing is, and, and this is what I always try to, to mention when, when talking to anyone in Pennsylvania like Pennsylvania, te like Texas may seem like what a reach that they've done all of this and it's such a big deal and that it's happening and it's gotten through. It's happening in Pennsylvania too. Like it's, there are anti-choice bills constantly being put before the Pennsylvania legislature. You know, the fact that we do have a governor currently who has vowed to continue to veto them is like great but doesn't give me a lot of comfort, um, right. especially with the governor's race coming up next year. Um, but the, the bills in the PA legislature, legislature are just as horrific. Mm -hmm. um, just maybe some of them in slightly different ways, but they're all still terrible, you know? And I think, you know, your point about the clinics in Texas that have had to shut down and won't be able to come back is, is extremely well taken. And that's what you're seeing really throughout the country too. Um, even without those really draconian measures in place. Uh, clinics are closing every day because of the garbage regulations, regulations mm -hmm. and air quotes on a podcast, but there they are. Um, garbage regulations that they have to deal with um, that have nothing to do with patient care, that have nothing to do with the best decisions for the people seeking services that are just because they're, you know, being used as political pawns mm -hmm. and it's happening in Texas, it's happening in Mississippi, it's happening in all of the states that I think we all kind of want to go, well, of course it's happening there. It's happening in Pennsylvania too. Mm -hmm. It's just, mm -hmm. it looks a little different here, but it's happening here too. And I think we just need to constantly be pointing that out. Right. I, I think that that's an incredibly fair point. Like it, it, we see like, we see Texas as like, you know, uh, uh, I'm going to throw some air quotes out there too. Like Southern state. It is, I don't know why I did air quotes sure. for the fact that it, it is. In the it, South. it is. I mean, like just on a map. <laughs> Like yeah, yeah, yeah. South, but. <laughs> but but we see it as we see it as one of but you with know the West Wing style flip the map upside down. 
Mm. That's not what. Anyway, and, and ma- maps are wild, y'all. Maps They're, are racist. Maps, maps are Euro or uh, you know, racist. centric. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was Euro to, racist. I was trying to get. <laughs> I was trying to get more in depth, and, but but yeah, you, we could just go just there. Just refer them to the West Wing episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll post the link. We're not going to post it. Um, <laughs> you could. Just turn um, a map upside down. It's fine. <laughs> but we we look at it. We look at these as like you know those states. Like those states are the ones that are doing it. Exactly. But truly, in in any state that you have, um, you know, a a Republican led well, legislature, legislature, you are yeah. going to see these laws. Mm-hmm. Now, the in some states, like like you pointed out, like in this one, we have a we have a um a Democratic governor who's not who's vowed to. Excuse me. Who's, who's found you? <laughs> was that even a sneeze? Just let me let me what go. That was? Let me go. No, it's fine. Every, I'm sorry, terrain. Everybody, Fuck. everybody, uh, leave a comment and tell me what you think that was. <laughs> Some sort of seizure. If you think that was a sneeze, or if a bunch of air just escaped from my mouth at one time. Um, uh, no, Lots but we. What's going on? What's going on here? Luckily, we have like in in the state of Pennsylvania, we have a, a Democratic governor who is vowed to fight this uh, fight this legislation. Um, but like you said, next year we are going to be in a fight for who is going to be the Democratic uh, sorry who's going to be the governor of Pennsylvania. And there's a it, potentially um, you could see the the idea that uh, if one of these gets through and gets signed. Um, not every not every state has the ability to uh, fight off stuff like this. So it's it's really really <laughs> awful well and the thing is you know and and you're absolutely right there there is that possibility if if we don't elect another democratic governor but it's not one of them it's all of them yeah. like all of them will get through that will be mm-hmm. the, yeah. the you know other than making sure that kids aren't masked in schools yeah um and trying to overthrow whatever election results they don't like this time around mm-hmm. Um, it will be priority one, mm-hmm. um, you know, and that's really frightening. And, you know, as much as I understand the importance too of having a democratic governor, like, obviously that is a game changer in this state, but, you know, we also just need to like, look at it on every single level because having one office dictate that and, and protect the rights of so many people who you know, need to have sexual and reproductive health care access. Um, like, that's not great. You right. know what I mean? Like, yeah. obviously, we have a Republican legislature. That's not going to change the next cycle. But we got to keep chipping away mm. and getting, you know, hopefully the maps look good. Like, that's, we don't know yet. But new maps coming, coming your way sometime in the next, I don't know, however many months. But yeah. um, we got to keep chipping away at the legislature to make sure that, more representatives first of all more women would be really helpful in the pennsylvania state legislature let alone more members of the lgbtq community and people of color um because then you'll see a lot less of this sort Mm -hmm. of thing Mm -hmm. in all honesty yeah um but i'm not comfortable just being like well we got to win the governor's race and then it'll be okay like we got it we got to work towards making it so that that's not the necessary thing to protect these rights for so many people right i mean we'll get into it later but like just the idea that like 
you know, one office is the thing that's going to protect from everything is never a good solution because one, what happens when inevitably you just eventually, historically, will eventually lose that office. Yeah. Like, like what what do you do then? You need to make sure that you build this um this this infrastructure that that stops uh, the the uh, absolute. Uh, buffoonery of of these anti-choice laws like you you can't just like you said you can't just bank on having a democratic governor and being like we did it we're done like because we're good Katrina what are your what are your thoughts on that I think having the democratic governor is just the it's necessary it's an absolute necessity it doesn't solve the problem but it's yeah if it doesn't happen we're fucked yeah yeah (laughs) and i yeah i agree i don't want to really looking forward to next year i don't Um, want to take away any i don't want to take the importance of that away i think you're absolutely right no definitely not but it can't be the only thing i think is is the but but no i see us move in a direction where we don't have to have that be the one thing it'd be great um too bad the republican legislature gets to draw those maps that will determine the districts but so at least there's, there's a lot going on there yeah though, so yeah we... at least we've got more protections regarding that than we did the last time around so hopefully we get something decent but it's it's yeah and it's i, I hate that just overall like in the country and in the state it's like democrats are getting elected just to prevent yeah like we're playing prevent defense against the republicans whereas when they get into office it's like they push every single hateful thing they possibly can get and we have to fight for months to get one good thing for the country so Mm -hmm. or the state so just frustrating but we'll get into more of that later heard that (laughs) yeah uh, what let's... we will are things not going well yeah. in terms of getting stuff done That's yeah. odd. turns out turns out uh it doesn't matter if um the president uh, of the united states uh gets the largest vote count ever in the history of um the country's elections and uh polling on his agenda is uh super high uh one or two dickheads can still ruin this for everybody. And I say one or two, it's like, it's like nine of them, three that we're going to name personally, call them out. Yeah. But, but truly it's, it's a bunch of these motherfuckers, but let's um, move to our next quick news topic. Uh, Stephanie Grisham, former press secretary uh, and person who's pretending to be a, a hero now um, is putting putting out a book um, that uh, talks about um, you know talks about Trump world and and how chaotic it was and how she didn't hold the press conferences because the president was going to make her lie and she didn't want to lie so she'd rather just not give us any information at all. Um, uh, a lot of a lot of what um, these a lot of, there, there are a lot of these books right where um, someone from the Trump administration comes out and tells us about how horrible it was inside and if only they could do something about it uh, if only they had a position of power where they can just you know walk in front of a bunch of reporters and say this is what's going on inside if only there there was like a a press secretary who can just do that who can just who just had access yeah. to that's a really had, good idea had access Someone to reporters do that. Yeah, yeah if if only but anyway um I, that's the fantasy Someday. world we live in um <laughs> yeah. some of the claims in the book were pretty funny <laughs> um some of the claims in the book were pretty funny um one i wanted to talk to you uh, one i wanted to just bring up was that apparently president trump needed 
sometimes he would get he would just get real angry and in order to calm down the president uh they would play oh no no they, he had a handler he had a handler who they referred to as the music man mm-hmm. like again it's as okay. if you need to add that part you're absolutely yeah, right now that is pretty critical it's as if this it's as if the president was like a fucking like showbiz bear and they had to have someone like just dangling like a fish in front of him to get him to like chill the hell out um that is exactly what it is it's not like that that's exactly what it is that's what that long tie was for like they would just like you just drag him around by that long mm-hmm. red tie and be like mm-hmm. okay calm down play in the music play in the music they're you just know, like so eat someone you know, and like that's what it was like. I'm guessing. So the music man, when when Donald Trump would get upset, uh, the music man would play "Memory" from Cats, uh, to because apparently he loves "Memory" from Cats. That's that's what calmed him down. Um, I have a couple of questions, and I'm not sure. I have a lot of thoughts on this. I'm so excited co- that we're talking about it. I have a couple of questions, and I would like to just open the floor <laughs> for this. But um, number one, I don't remember if it said in the um, in in the excerpt that was that was leaked if it was from like a Broadway recording. Or if it was from the the film adaptation. No, no, it would have been I'm Broadway. Ga- I'm sure it was Broadway. We're sure? Yeah. We're yeah, sure he didn't yeah. love the film version of Cats. He probably thought the film version was too woke. Taylor Swift was in it, man. I don't know. <laughs> That's a good point. You're right. No, I just think he's old. So, like, yeah. if he wants to hear Cats, he wants to hear the, the OBC and go all the mm. way back to, you know, like, maybe, maybe, like, I don't remember who did like the original version of Memory, and I'm a like I'm a Broadway nut. Is it but... Audrey McDonald? No, no. That's a terrible guess. What? Um, <laughs> you are that's you're that's embarrassing. Is it is embarrassing? How is yeah. it? Thirty years ago. Man. How long ago How was this? Do you that think Audrey McDonald in like 1980 though? or like something? It was in the 80s. Audrey McDonald is definitely not that old and she wouldn't have done cats wow <laughs> all right look cats. i'm gonna throw this animal across the room pretty soon he's having a Please, good time. animal rights people i'm just kidding i'm not gonna throw him but no actually this is a podcast this angry. is not a visual medium so you guys didn't see she, the, at PETA. she just fucking Stop threw it. that cat i did she not threw I sammy put, i placed him on the floor i placed she... him on the floor he'll be back up on the table in 4.5 seconds <laughs> Somehow our cats are way more behaved, even though we've got the door wide open. They don't run around like they did before. They're not jumping on the mics. It's crazy. Yeah. I'm a little disappointed, honestly. (laughs) I haven't seen a single cat yet. Yeah. Who sang Memory? (laughs) I'm trying to figure out. Betty Buckley. It's like probably the original one. Betty Buckley? I, I meant. Yeah. (laughs) He's asking which cat was the singer. Yeah. Cat? Yeah. Uh, uh Grizabel. Grizabel. Okay. Yeah. The original Gri- Elaine Page? Elaine Page. Okay. Betty Buckley also. Can I uh, I'm doing some research. <laughs> Betty Buckley was the was the original My apologies. Betty Buckley uh was the original Broadway cast. The original London cast London. which came first had Elaine Page. Um did y'all know that Nicole Scherzinger did a fucking like a London revival. She was Grizabella in that. 
Oh, interesting. I did know that, which is disturbing. <laughs> um, I did, in fact, know that. <laughs> we can talk about why later. Like, I don't think it's important. It's fine. But <laughs> um, no, I do follow. I follow a lot of theater news. Yeah, so yeah. that's fine. Uh, that's my escape from. All the rest of the bullshit. You're like, I gotta just see. I gotta, I gotta see, see what's a, going on in Hollywood. Pussycat doll and cats. Well, it's pussycat dolls. So, like, yeah. figure it out. Like, that's why she was in cats. Yeah, pussycat dolls. Um, <laughs> thank you. I'm so glad. But I'm bummed. Yeah. What, um, what? Can we, let's go back to this really, really quickly. Um, now, and I, I'm glad I have two women here to talk to, to me about this because I boy. always hear that women don't have the temperament to be president. I hear that they could like just fly off the handle at any moment. And they like, they just can't handle the stresses of it. Like if if it's, if it's the wrong time of the the year, they'll, they'll set off a, a a nuclear war just because they're really upset. Now, wrong time of the year, month, (laughs) month. That's a month thing. Were you on that team that gave that astronaut a hundred tampons for five days or whatever? I feel like you were. So my my you know, once a year, okay, it's fine. My question. <laughs> my question is, um, like, I don't really have a question. It was more of a setup of a joke, and then I said that year thing by mistake. Yeah, and, I think we all got where you were going with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't. Please tell me more about how women are temperamental. I'm just. I'm. This is what I'm hearing <laughs> from. <laughs> I'm not yeah. I'm not saying I believe this. I'm saying this is what I'm hearing from outside sources. They keep telling me that women are all like all freaking like losing their minds and 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 gonna they can't be the president because they'll blow everything up. Um yeah. and it, by the way, yeah. by the way, uh, but it's just it's just uh, it's just such bullshit <laughs> to like to like like hear all of this nonsense and then hear stories about uh, the former president of the United States needing to be calmed down by a musical soundtrack or he'll go off the handle and like lose it at people. So, first of all, I too sometimes need to be calmed down by a musical soundtrack mm-hmm. so that I don't go crazy. But I am okay. also not I didn't in think charge were... of the nuclear code. I didn't think you were um, going to come out and defend him, but okay, cool. And don't think I would use that in that way. I also, so what I do is every day, when I wake up, I listen to a recording of memory so that I don't go off the handle <laughs> um, and like make a bunch of bad decisions. So, so you're preemptively doing it, yeah, you know. yeah, because you don't have a man like, who follows you around. It's, it's who about will play being it for prepared, you, mm-hmm. you know, and like that's really the the sad part about this is, you know, they just if they had just done it first thing in the morning, then I think it would have been fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, what we've seen though, are that all of the men in, in positions of leadership are super calm and mature and responsible. Mm-hmm. So that's why women can't do that job. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Katrina, you agree, that's right? It. Yep. That's right. No other, nothing to add. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to see the first female president make their press secretary say that their vagina is totally <laughs> and does not look like a Nintendo character. Yeah, um, President Trump, again, in the book, uh, <laughs> made made Stephanie say that his penis was normal. Yep. Um, 
which raises so a, always what you say when someone's penis is normal. It raises well, a, she had to defend him from the toadstool allegations, you know? It sure. raises a billion questions. Like, why does has it, she seen does his it penis? Does it raise the questions? Get hey. it? Do you get what I did there? I did get what you yeah. did there. I got it. <laughs> I apologize. I'm being immature. That's why I can't be president. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it raises a bit, like, just a lot of questions. Like, one, did she just have to, like, do, did she just have to, like, uh, Mr. President, your penis looks normal. Like, did... <laughs> Did she just have to say totally that? normal sentence. Uh, yeah. Did she just have to say that? Did he show her his penis, which is terrible? I mean, that's the concerning thing. That's the one that, that's the part that, know. that's the part that's not good. <laughs> like, um, I mean, none of it's good, but that's no. the part that's uh, real bad. But uh, uh, like new levels. Yeah. Like, is he just like blind? Like, so, like just going to be like, you think my penis is normal, right? Like, that's a weird thing to say to anyone at any point. Yeah, see, I don't like think that's what he was he saying. Say. I think he, what he was saying was, tell people my penis is normal. <laughs> He's not <laughs> asking for, <laughs> like, Stephanie, reassurance. Could you... Let's just go to a cocktail party and, like, just talk about how normal my penis is. <laughs> Stephanie, yeah. could you come in here, please? Now, you know some people at the Times, right? Could you just tell them that my penis sure. is normal? <laughs> could you just let them know that my penis is normal? Like, just tell, yeah. just, just, and if you could just drop it in conversation, just like, it. just, just randomly, it. like, you know, just, like, seamlessly bring it up in conversation. Like, the next time you're at the grocery store, just tell people in the line, too, mm -hmm. like, yeah. with you. Yeah, like, when hey, you, like, like. I work for the president whose penis is normal. Like, like that's. If you could go to Walmart and buy a copy of Mario Party, and then like when you hand it to the the uh, when you hand it to the checkout person, if you could say, "Oh, I love this game. I, this this character, my boss's penis does not look like that." If you could just say that, if you could just do that, that wouldn't be weird. That, that wouldn't be weird. weird. I'm, I'm thinking like since I, I'm, we're just gonna make a bunch of West Wing references here, mm -hmm. but like I'm thinking of that episode where they Josh and Toby challenge each other and it's like whoever you have to say you know whatever and I work at the White House mm -hmm. like I feel like this is like the evil Trump version of that it's like I work at the White House the president's penis is normal like that's what you have to say whenever you introduce yourself to anyone I work for the president Trump his penis is normal like, and just like let it just roll right off like you just don't even don't pause in between those sentences just say it that's one thing I, I work at the White House. The president's penis is normal. I feel as though the name of the episode has now been been put out there. I work for the president. His penis is normal. I feel. I feel as though that's what. I feel as though that the episode is going to be called. Um. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I'm like. I'm like oh, lost now. I don't know where. <laughs> well, I didn't... don't buy these people's books, but laugh yes. at their stories. No, yes. don't buy their books. Do, yeah, do everything you can to sympathy. not buy this book. No. Why the fuck would you have any sympathy for mm -mm. any of them? Mm -mm. They're just yeah, making, like, they... the amount of books that have come out from these people to make mm -hmm. money, it's insane. I, I want. After not standing up yeah. mm -hmm. about any of this when they had the opportunity. Like, I, I want to be clear. This podcast is advocating that you do not buy this book. If you want to read this book, torrent it, 
like find a way to get a copy illegally don't don't pay a fucking dime for this book because this person does not deserve your money they do not deserve your support they are also like let's be clear stephanie grisham still sucks like you're not a hero for giving us these stories where you're like donald trump was trying to impress putin and like he would try to talk tough with putin but when it's in private he was nice to like i don't care you have already like you've sold your soul for this like that's what happened you don't get to it's like when we would get like the um uh, random like anonymous op eds that are just mm-hmm. like like I'm working inside the I'm working inside the uh, Trump administration and it's really bad in here and I want it to be better but I it's not better and and I can't leave otherwise it would be bad but I can't tell you my name because I'm also a coward like we don't need you well and honestly that was super helpful because yeah. it stopped the bad thing oh yeah. yeah you stopped like, you stopped so that. much guys <laughs> yeah Give me a break. remember January sixth you fucking idiots. Exactly. Like, you didn't stop any of his worst thoughts or actions. Nope. You just complained, like, like anonymously and didn't, like, lend your credibility to putting a stop to this this person's nefarious deeds. You are awful as well. Yep. <sighs> Moving on, Cyber Ninjas. Um, <laughs> the... the auditing company question mark they're they're like (laughs) i for they've never done an audit before they've never done an election audit before they're called cyber ninjas so you can definitely trust them (laughs) um sounds legit yeah they came out with their report regarding um the arizona account um donald trump talked up that account a lot um kind of like kind of like saying we're we're they're gonna let me know that i won arizona and we need to I storm the Capitol again? Question mark. I don't know what he wants to do at this point. Um, no, probably. Yeah. He's like, real. <laughs> I don't know. Go in there again. See what happens. Um, Storming the Capitol sounds like a great idea to these people. I'm sure. Cyber ninjas. It turns out uh, their audit found that uh, Donald Trump did not win Arizona, and in fact, according to them, and let's be clear, I don't. I don't trust cyber ninjas to audit a fucking um to audit a, a, a an election count so it's not like i take these with a grain of salt but um it not only confirmed biden's win but said that biden actually got 99 more votes and donald trump got 216 less votes um Oops. how long like, this this audit cost the state of arizona a fuckload of money um uh, katrina i'm gonna go to you on this one really quickly um when when are we gonna get these like uh fiscal conservative mm-hmm. uh <laughs> fiscal conservative republicans to stop wasting taxpayer dollars to confirm an election that we had um a while ago uh, with with no change of results never <laughs> Because they don't actually care about saving government money. Oh, no. What? What a shock. It's all about their agenda. Wait. So you're telling me that... Breaking news. You're telling me that these people are not telling me the truth? No. They're They're not not. acting in good faith? Aren't we doing something in PA, too? Isn't there, like, another investigation in the legislature? (laughs) There are people who are trying to trying to push um, a, a similar yeah. uh, cyber ninja style audit. I, you know, I haven't heard anything since the the cyber ninja results. I wonder if that put a put a put some you know took the wind out of their sails. The cyber ninja results. Um, uh, so, Jess, do you think it's harder for do you think it's hard for fiscal conservatives to stand on principle when they're 
uh, when they're no. For all you don't even have to finish the question. No. <laughs> I don't even know where you're going with it from there, but mm-hmm. nope, it's not hard yeah. for them to do it because yeah. they don't give a shit. Because they don't. Care. <laughs> and neither do the voters. It's not. It's not right? about. It's not yeah. about fiscal conservatism. It's. It's just about fealty to Donald Trump at this point. Like, like, Absolutely. like the same people who would preach that we need to, you know, uh, you know, shrink the government budget and and not pay for things that we don't need, um, and then like add like healthcare as a thing we don't need. Uh, they are like all in on this audit. They're all in on these styles of audits across states that. Again, across states that Donald Trump lost, there was no problem in any state that he fucking won. We don't need an audit for, like, North Carolina. We don't need an audit for Florida. We need an audit for places that he lost, like Wisconsin, Arizona, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Uh, Because those are the only places with problems. (laughs) So, and and I think, like, I just want to give a little bit of, of messaging guidance here on this, too calling it an audit despite the fact that that's what they're calling it Mm -hmm. gives it legitimacy and credence Mm -hmm. yeah there's been a lot of uh you know message testing like call it a review call it something that sounds less heavy make sure you call out that it's a scam and that it's garbage you know like that these things are being done for unfounded reasoning um they are truly just a waste of time and money And no one is also questioning, you know, we had lots of Republicans win in Pennsylvania, right? Mm -hmm. Like no one's questioning any of those in terms of what's going on in Harrisburg right now, they are moving forward. It's gotten a little less flashy because in a, in a hilarious turn of events, uh, fascist Doug Mastriano was booted off as the chair of this committee uh, to investigate the election that we already know what the results were. Mm-hmm. Um, and now the problem is that there is someone in charge of it who seems a little less crazy. Mm-hmm. He's not, but he seems a little less crazy. And it just, that's always the problem. Because when you have someone who like you can look at and be like, oh, that, that person is like freaking bonkers. And then they move someone else in who's like a little bit more palatable. Mm-hmm. It again, it adds like an air of legitimacy to it. Yeah. And it is something that is still going on. So we got to, you know, just continue to watch that because they're setting the table for what they're going to do next year and in 2024. Yeah. Forever. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. And a, forever, forever. This is forever. a dress rehearsal in, in new conservatism, which mm-hmm. is, if you don't like the yeah. results of an election, you challenge just challenge the results of an election and say that it's fake and um, get people in positions that can um, just throw the election to you. That's sure. that's what this uh, that's what new like this new uh, conservatism is. And like, um, I mean, you you saw like you saw glimpses of that. Uh, before the results came out in the California recall election, where um, a bunch of these idiots would go out and just be like, they're stealing the election, even though 
they no votes were counted at that point. So, They're yeah, like, exactly. they, not a thing. they knew what was, they knew the result was going to be that they were going to lose. So they came out and just said that there was, and the only reason that it couldn't be challenged further is because of the, the uh, extent of the, of the uh, shellacking that they took. Like, unfortunately that's the message you, you, the, the message is you want to try to keep them from doing that shit win by a whole lot of points. And that's not always possible because their voters don't a lot of voters don't care about like that um that sort of uh nefariousness right they don't think they like uh, i think a lot of them don't really think about that because this is like it's so outlandish to think that um sure. these people like these people in these positions are going to do something so awful as to <laughs> Sammy's tail's great. Um, to do something so awful as to like try to steal uh steal a seat in in government. So so it's not taken as as uh, a real like threat, but it, it truly is. And we are seeing it is a threat because this is the this is the route that they are taking. Um in Elections when they win, they say that they 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 say that it, there was fraud. Like that's the that's exactly. the route that they take now. And that's the thing. The Pennsylvania state uh, legislature stayed solidly Republican. Mm -hmm. Those results apparently are cool. Um, right. No you know, question. We're not, not going to challenge those. Um, they're good with anything that they like. That's very clear. Um, is it possible that the top of the ticket was just so abhorrent that people didn't want to vote for that person? no apparently not like that's the mindset and so we got to challenge that like it's just it's it's a strategy that is both really nefarious but also you know in some ways it is smart because people aren't paying attention to these things like you mentioned on a day-to-day -day basis mm -hmm. and you're going to have two responses from that group that's not paying attention uh, which one's going to be oh my God, I can't believe that like someone's trying to do this. And then you're going to have those other people who are like, well, of course they told you from the beginning it was going to be stolen and you know, all of that. So there's so many responses to it that then become problematic and it builds steam. And so it's, it is smart. It's disgusting mm -hmm. and horrific, but it is smart because the American people don't pay attention right. and, on a day-to-day -day basis and to the like, facts, which they're also not getting because they're watching Fox News and getting their news from Facebook. And I'd argue, like, I wouldn't expect, I wouldn't expect um, the average American to have to be well-versed in election subversion. I, I don't think that that's something sure. that you... That's fair. Like, they have, they... Uh, Americans have a lot of shit to deal with. I'm not, like, I'm not, uh, you know... I don't want to like excuse people not being informed on things. That's not what I'm trying to do. However, no, I get it. however, like that's when with all of the things that people have to deal with, you know, their their healthcare, their kids care, their schooling, like all all sorts of things, like election subversion and and like election dysfunction isn't like one of the things that I think uh, Americans are, are are at the top of their mind and it, and it shouldn't be uh, because we should have different like uh, different structures in place to make sure that this nonsense can't happen. Like the, like looking at California and it's, that's, that's specifically, Cal it's a specific California problem when it comes to their recall. Like that, 
process is fucking bullshit. That process is absolutely bullshit. And it's so anti-democratic. It's insane. And and we have like, obviously we don't have, um, we're not seeing that kind of necessarily that recall situation here, but we're seeing all sorts of um, Republican efforts and right-wing efforts and conservative efforts to um, cast doubts on um, any election uh, that they don't win. And the only way to deal with that is to win handily. And that is, that kind of puts to the, puts to the fore, uh, foreground that we are living in like institutions that aren't as, uh, as rock solid as we may think they are and they need to change. Yeah, all, you know, all <laughs> true. Like, I don't even really have anything else to add because it's, you're absolutely right. And, you know, there are, but, and again, like, I'm going to call out the media ecosystem mm-hmm. um, because there are measures to make sure that these things don't happen and don't get the credence or legitimacy, um, you know, and, and in a lot of areas, these, these reviews have been stopped. You know, even in some rural counties in Pennsylvania where you might not expect that, that has happened. But again, that's not the information that voters are getting. Right. The information that voters are getting is we're continuing this. It's a legitimate process. Um, if anyone fights it, it's because they're afraid of what we'll find out. And mm-hmm. it's like, that's just not true. But that's what people are being told. Right. And that's the that's the frightening thing is like, we're not just dealing with what is happening and the fact that this is what so many state legislatures and you know various counties are are dealing with and and spending their time on you're then also getting like this totally counterfactual scenario being presented to voters about the election being stolen and these reviews being legit Mm -hmm. so and you know if someone was telling me that like if i wasn't like you know i'm fairly media literate like if i was not a person who understood that like first of all that's just not how things work but also what a responsible source of information is Mm -hmm. if someone was telling me that i would be horrified and i would be like well yeah thank god you're reviewing it like you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so i think like countering that the way that people are taking in information is like the other piece of this whole puzzle because you know i mean QAnon and all of that that's January 6th and all of the days that Trump was supposed to be back in office since then another one just passed right like there was like one in August yeah he's been the president since like mid-August yeah like so it's just you know it's stuff like that people just that's the information that they're getting they Mm -hmm. don't know how to tell that it's bogus and that it's garbage and that it's not responsibly Mm -hmm. sourced they just think like, oh my God, this is happening. And if I really legitimately thought that that was happening, I'd be freaked out too. Yeah. But I just know that that's not real life. Yeah. Um, I so want... let's just fix that yeah, yeah. whole media <laughs> problem. Just... Let's just do that real quick tonight if we could. That'd be great. Yeah, if we could just fix like where people get their information. And yep. like, uh, one of the, I mean, truly, you're absolutely right. One of the things that needs to be taught to people is how to find um, reliable sources, right? Yeah. To find sources that actually tell you, like, and and this is even like, like, I'm not even like saying, you know, in like a 
like a, like a progressive context. Like I have, oh, I have yeah. stuff that I, you know, that, that I take with a grain of salt as, as someone who is a progressive. When I like look at stuff on like certain sites, I'm like, I don't fucking think so. Like you yeah. have to know where, like where to go to get actual information and um, where to go to find fact checks of nonsense that's been said. And not everyone has that, like has those resources or, or knows about those resources rather. Yeah. Um, so they, they kind of are, you know, sucked into some sort of like alternate reality. And that's kind of just where they're living. That's where their information bubble is. And a lot of that needs to get burst. So yeah, let's just, yeah. once we solve that, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> um, like it's, we got time tonight. Like, I don't know what you guys are doing after we're done. But I'm not we too busy. Knock, knock that out. I'm not too tonight, busy. I would think. Um, I wanted to end on, end this on, um, uh, Ro Khanna, um, tweeted. So, so there, there's the congressional baseball game that happens yearly, I guess. Um, <laughs> did you not know about the congressional baseball game? I mean, I know about the congressional baseball game, but I just, I don't know anything about this tweet. I'm coming in blind, y'all. No, I have no idea what he's talking about. It's so cool. Continue. It's cool. Um, uh, it's uh, so um, in the congressional baseball game this year, the Republicans defeated the Democrats 13 to 12. Um, the Republicans' first win since 2016. Um, I don't believe that that happened. Can we review the results? It's funny you mentioned that. Uh, oh Ro God, really? Rokana <laughs> tweeted, "I don't care if the scoreboard says." <laughs> I don't care if the scoreboard said Republicans 13, Democrats 12. Democrats won. The Republicans stole the game. I demand a recount. I want an audit. Democrats must introduce new rules to make it difficult for Republicans to hit, run, score, and catch the ball for outs. I thought that was very wonderful. That's awesome. <laughs> and just funny. I had no idea that's where you were going. I'm sorry <laughs> if I stepped up. No, you didn't step. Uh, apologize to O'Connor, not me. I'm fine. That's true. <laughs> wasn't yeah, my I'll, joke. I'll give, him, I'll give him a call. <laughs> it wasn't my joke. It was his joke. <laughs> but but it just, done. it just like, sh like that's the exact like mm -hmm. attitude of, um you know, modern day conservatives when it comes to yeah. when they lose something. It's like, well, it couldn't have actually happened. I didn't like, again, Donald Trump said that, 2016 had fraud and he won. <laughs> like, he won that. Like yeah. that's where we're at. He's like, it, it doesn't matter what the what the results are. They're always <laughs> fake and they always need to be changed. And the the conservative candidate always wins. Yeah, sure. That's right. what we can look forward to forever. Yay! Hooray! Hey. Now let's move on to our main story. <laughs> After an hour of quick news. We're 56 minutes That's in. It's fine. It's fine. Quick it's news. Fine. I, I have said quick news is not necessarily going to be quick, guys. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> quick okay. news isn't necessarily in the, quick. In the grand scheme of the universe, 56 minutes is not that long. No. You know? No. I'd argue. Relative. If we're talking, like, say we're talking about a month, an hour is quick. Pretty quick. Not that long. Yep. Nope. I'm, I'm with you. There I don't know go. why Katrina's got to be a hater. I love this new dynamic where we team up <laughs> against her. This is new for it's me. The only time it's ever going to happen. This is new You're for gonna me. You're going to say something I in five it. seconds that's yep. going to realign. I literally, <laughs> I literally have to like try to pack away any dumb jokes that I have because I know, <laughs> I know that's when I'm going to lose you. <laughs> that's that's the immediate point where I'm going to get burned. Yeah. Um, okay, so. 
We are having a... And it's gone. Fuck. <laughs> See, I'm trying... Uh, you had me in my head. Uh, I'm sorry. We... Maybe it was all part of my evil plan. Damn it. <laughs> Lulled me into a false sense of security and then just berate me. Um, Master manipulator. Uh, the... We are having a fun, super cool, not frustrating at all um, uh, debate in Congress um, regarding uh, the president's Build Back Better plan, which I maintain is the dumbest name of anything. I hate it. I like the provisions in his plan. I think the plan's great. I hate the name. <laughs> I hate it. I don't care about the alliteration, the Build Back Better. I don't like the name. Uh, that's as not someone as someone who has to like 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 con we're like contractually bound to like use that language on a day-to-day -day basis i concur <laughs> we have now been on the same team twice yes. in a row. although i i'm guessing that we're not like this is not a team that Katrina is on the other side of. No, them. Katrina. We, we, I, I mean, I don't way. really like care. Yeah, it's. it's I I agree. I don't care. But like, if yeah, asked, it's I think not it's a stupid. hill I'm gonna die on. No, no, it is annoying because the provisions in the plan are are fantastic, and it would yeah. be, um, one of the one of the most progressive bills ever passed in the history of the nation, and it would literally change the lives of. So, so many people. I, I think it would be absolutely fantastic. We are hitting a roadblock, however, because there are some um, absolute idiots um, in our own party that are doing their best to try to stifle this agenda. By the way, this agenda that is incredibly popular, polling has shown this is a popular plan. It is, it is popular. The provisions in the plan. Not only, this isn't even like an Obamacare versus ACA situation. The, the, the plan as a whole is people didn't like the, uh, people didn't like Obamacare, but they liked the ACA. That's what I mean. <laughs> no, I get that, but I don't think that's the point that you were... Okay, go ahead. Continue. I, I'm just saying that on, on a whole... I don't think whole, it made the point that you thought it was going to make. I think it made the point pretty well. I agree I'm saying, with you too many times in a row, so I, now I just have to be contrarian. I'm saying as a whole, this is a popular agenda. This oh, is it a is. popular it's plan. extremely popular. In whatever way you give it to the American people, in whatever way you, you tell them about it, they like it. They like they like the provisions in it. They like what it can do for their lives. Um People just call it like free guns for everybody, and they'd be like, "Yeah, they're like fuck yeah, let's, let's do this." And then they get there and they're like, "So there's there's no guns." They're like, "There's like, no oh, guns, but no, you do sorry. get two years of community college for free." And they're like, "I sorry. guess I'll take that instead." Whatever. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, I, we are we are dealing with a, and and I've seen I've seen him described as moderate or obstructionist. And at this point, it's it's it is we are we are dealing with obstructionist Democrats who are not allow yeah. not allowing the president's uh, uh, agenda to be passed in in an, in an, a, an attempt of honestly a vain attempt to um, you know to shore up their bona fides as moderates or centrists or pains in the ass um, or get money from <laughs> PACs or get money from from yeah, like that's a valid, uh, corporate valid and important point. corporate lobbies so so yeah we're seeing it different like like 
Kirsten Cinema, um, hopefully, uh, <laughs> hopefully former senator in 2024. <laughs> um, Kirsten Cinema, uh, sorry, Kirsten Cinema is um, like uh, doing fundraisers with uh, corporate PACs who oppose the mm-hmm. who oppose the bill. Um, she's you know getting. Funded. She literally left Washington mm-hmm. during negotiations. I think yesterday. And her office said she went to a doctor's appointment in Arizona. Mm -hmm. And then you found that she was actually holding a fundraiser with PAX. Mm -hmm. Like, literally in the middle of negotiations. Oh, that's cool. Because there's nothing really going on at work right now. (laughs) At work. (laughs) Joe Joe Manchin. Must skip out. (laughs) Joe Manchin. uh, Senator Joe Manchin from West Virginia. Who is in a state where Build Back Better was polled and polls in like the upper 60s um he is against it because of the price tag and wants to bring the price tag down to 1.5 trillion kind of just ignoring the fact that this was the compromise that progressives has have made already uh was bringing the price tag down to what it is now and i understand talking about the price tag is bad because you don't when you say just the amount it it ignores however many years it's over and what the provisions are and how to pay for it which is taxing um you know uh, corporations well, he and doesn't rich people do that. he doesn't want to do that because he really oh, does likes he get a people. lot of corporate money i don't know i think so oh um, maybe and then well, and it's, so i just want to just pause you real quick and just be like we shouldn't sell the recipe we should sell the cookies yes you know which is like you know talk about the real benefits for people um and moving that, forward and don't freaking worry about the price I and that's part of that it. trap too he, often he doesn't say where he's getting rid of two trillion dollars exactly like, oh, he just says nope. that's my hard limit right like with, with absolutely like, no consideration garbage for, like, yeah. yeah let's no let's, no discussion about the content yeah let's be clear about some of the things that are in this and i'm pulling it from cbs news this is not even a, this is not even close to a full uh a full um uh look at what is in this plan but some of the things that are in this plan two free years of community college um there is uh F- uh, funding for childcare and universal pre-K. Um, there's a Medicaid expan- uh, sorry Medicare expansion, so they expand um, what Medicare can cover. Um, they're extending the child tax credit, cutting prescription drug prices, um, uh, b- provision for paid family and medical leave. Uh, there are various uh, climate change initiatives in there. Like there is so much stuff in this bill that is important for for uh, us moving forward as a society and as a fucking planet. So like you're absolutely right. Right? You talk about what's in the bill. Like if you if you want to bring the price tag down, quote unquote, fine. What what in this do you cut to to do that? Like that is the question that's that, not important in those things. Exactly. What in here do you think is is something we can do away with? Like, do you want to make it so that people have to pay more for childcare? Then say that. Well, say that yeah, out loud. Joe Manchin's yeah, gonna absolutely. say he doesn't want Medicare to be able to negotiate drug prices. Because his, his daughter Because his fucking like- daughter <laughs> A pharmaceutical company, the one that raised all the prices for EpiPens. This is why he was upset with Neera Tandon. Fuck this guy. Here's the thing. If my daughter owned a big pharmaceutical company, um, I would probably share Joe's concern. But, you know... (laughs) 99.9% of Americans are not in that situation. Mm -hmm. And, like, it just the... It's just... It's so blatant that that's the reason 
it's so like I mean I'm being sarcastic because I my daughter would never own a pharmaceutical company because <laughs> big corporations are evil. But, no, your your um, daughter would own a tech company, right? She listen. That's what we're working on. That's what we're working on. She just graduated from college, so she we gotta give her a little bit of time. Something but, from big tech. <laughs> and she's a girl, so it's gonna be harder for her. You know, <laughs> like, she can't be a tech bro. So yeah, um, she could go the Elizabeth Holmes route. You know. Oh my god. Yeah, that. No, that's good because that's gone really well. Yeah, um, for a little bit it did. But yeah, no. We're grooming Penny to do Theranos <laughs> too. True. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. That Honestly, I could get behind that. Um, but like, it's so blatant. And yeah. it's like, you know, I mean, I know I made the, the joke about like, oh, is the money coming from corporations? Weird that we don't want to tax them. It's so obvious. Mm-hmm. And when you get that in front of people, again, going back to like the fact that most people are just going about their day-to-day lives. Right. When you get that in front of people, it's so popular. We should be taxing corporations to pay for the things that everyone needs. No one needs that much money just sitting around. Mm-hmm. What will stimulate the economy, which is what you know Republicans are always so worried about small businesses and the economy, is putting more money into people's pockets so that they can spend it so they don't have to spend all this money on health care, child care, education, Etc. 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 As you go down through that list, and maybe they'll have a planet to live on that's not completely toxic. Mm-hmm. The, I think the problem is that these two just clearly don't fucking care what people want. So <laughs> I mean, that's also like... yeah. that's a really valid point. Yeah, yeah, it's really difficult to like negotiate with people it's... who just don't give a fuck they about the care. common people. They like, they don't care. I, like, I, I just, I, and I, I want to like turn to talk a little bit. Yeah, Desmond, do you have something to say? Desmond oh, fucking okay. hates corporations too. No, um, that's fair. <laughs> uh, a good call. Yeah, we we we've we've raised a little anti-capitalist here. I mean, he's, I, he's listen. I think it's great. <laughs> um, Cats I, are anarchists, so. for sure. For sure. Um, they're like they they don't they they don't a system doesn't exist for cats. They don't exactly. believe in a system at all. Except you know feeding me on time in the morning and at night. Yeah, but that's you, that's the system they care about. You get you get that by they're the ruling class and where they're serving. Exactly, we they get you they get that by revolution, right? Like they but, get that yeah. by by yeah. like a bloody revolution that's in the true. sense that they they like will bite you and be like, go get me some food. I, I, I want to talk a little like about Kirsten Cinema for like a second. Yeah. Kirsten Cinema was elected okay. <laughs> with the. I know I hate it too. Kirsten Cinema was elected. Um, I mean, be, like way back in the day when she was like masquerading as a progressive, talking about how she was always considered a centrist. But but she would like come out and be like, "We it's important that we raise the minimum wage." Right. Like you can find all of like like her positions that she's currently protect like that she's currently oh, fighting yeah, right yeah. now. You can find those things in her quotes previously. Like yeah. that's why I say she's masquerading as a progressive because when she was running, she was progressive yeah. as hell until she get until she got elected and it was the progressive movement that got her mm-hmm. elected it put was all that work into getting her elected a lot yeah. of progressive a lot of progressives worked their ass off for kirsten yep. cinema like like I, I, i'll get to joe manchin's dumbass in a second but like with with <laughs> kirsten cinema i truly like my thing with with cinema is she has actively betrayed the people that yeah. have that put her in the place She's right had a real heel turn like, like yeah. very, she's... very much. Like, I think that's the best. Like, so, like, I I think she was always a centrist, but she's literally gone from, like, 
doing her job to actively doing whatever she can to piss people off. She's like, yeah, she's a troll. Standing in that yes, like, she yeah, trolls it. She yeah. absolutely is a troll at this point. <laughs> yeah, like, fuck you, bitch. People's lives <laughs> are on the line here. Mm-hmm. Like, this is serious stuff. And it's nonsense. Yeah. And she acts like everything's a joke. care about it. Yeah. yeah. It's so frustrating. Like, I, and I'm not saying that everybody in Congress has to be a stuffy old white dude. I mean, most of them are, but like. Yeah. Chuck Grassley's 88 are, and he's running for re-election. <laughs> things are, yeah, right. Things are serious. Mm-hmm. People need help. You are in a position to help a lot of people, both in your state and throughout the country. So fuck you if you're not taking that seriously. And that's why you got, like, that's what you told people you were going to do in order to get elected. Like, you told people, I am going to fight for you. And now she is actively sabotaging the Democratic agenda, literally for seemingly no reason other than to do it. Like, there's no, there's, there's no, like... Same with Manchin in the sense that, like, there's no specifics that they're giving as to what they think need to be cut, what doesn't sure. need to belong, what doesn't belong in the bill, where they can um, take take uh, funding out. They they don't well, want to they don't want to do that about that too. A lot of things have already been cut out mm-hmm. of the bill. Yes, like immigrants have been hung out to dry. Like because we have to the fight thing. the fucking parliamentarian. Like. So many of the measures have already been watered down. Like it's it's already been cut. Let's be super fucking clear mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. Like this is being framed in the media as like a fight between progressives and moderates. And progressives are always like framed as these like um, like they're 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 far left. They're extreme. They're not um they're they're like the, the progressives are being responsible. Mm-hmm. Like the progressives are the only group right now being responsible. This like obstructionist responsible, Democrat. Responsible and responsive to the American people. Responsive to the American people who want this bill to pass and who understand the needs that, that exist. Right. And, and, and in this case, they are supporting the agenda of a moderate Democratic president. Absolutely. Whereas the moderates are the ones not like, this was which trend- is crazy. This was it's- trending on Twitter. If I told you that, if I told you, like we, let's go back to the primary. If I told you um, in a year's time that progressive Democrats were going to be in lock uh, aligned with Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi to pass a progressive agenda and Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi were actively fighting for them and not against them in this, in this venture, you would have thought I was absolutely insane. You would have thought I was, you would have thought I was crazy. Now, Terrain. Yeah. You can listen to earlier episodes of this podcast and you'll know that Katrina and I were always fully on board for a Joe Biden presidency. So I will not sit here and allow you to change the past where Katrina and I were a hundred percent on board with a Biden yeah. president. For sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, I can't believe I even. He's I always like, been our I don't progressive appreciate guy. Appreciate your tone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
We've yeah. always known. I, re- I remember. Exactly. I remember. You were right all along, Katrina. <laughs> I remember you guys. Your your choices were uh, either either Joe Biden or or uh, John Delaney. You you were like, it's one of those between, two. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be one of those two. If I uh, if I have to throw a third in, it would be Tulsi Gabbard. Would be my third. <laughs> You know, even as a joke, I yeah. can't say that you I support it. You can't do it. You just can't do it. It's like, it's I hard. Like, I was willing to be on board for John fucking Delaney there for a half second to make your joke land, and I can't. You I can't. can't go that. I so, think it's fair, yeah. and I, I don't, I don't well, begrudge she's a bigot, you for it. So it's, it's a little bit what? harder. I don't begrudge you for not. A homophobic bigot? What? Crazy. Um, no, but like, like that's, that's the like reality scenario that we're in. Like we have Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi working together with progressives to pass the most progressive, uh, uh, legislation in American history. And they're being hindered by like fucking New Jersey's dick of the year, Josh Gottheimer. Like that is like where like an actual award. I think that, it's an award. Be, I think it's an award cool. that only Jersey gives out. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, that tracks. Like, let's be real. That makes sense. This is, and if you're from Jersey, you can confirm that this is true, right? Like, this is a real thing. It was going to be Jeff Van Drew because he was that dick that's like, I'm switching from Democrat to Republican and making sure that Trump doesn't get impeached. But no, it's Gottheimer. It's definitely Gottheimer. Yeah problem solver my ass but like that's Uh. that's where like we like this is where progressives get really frustrated with the democratic party myself included where we are in a situation where we like are fight we have to fight with like corporate democrats to get to get uh you know just i just imagine if the republicans did this like (laughs) just that would be insane they never would like they don't have this like and, and truly they line up and they do what they're told. They don't yeah. and 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 we can we can talk about whether or not that's good or bad. But like like they, well, you're this right. is clearly it's bad. It's this is clearly is bad. Is. Yeah. yeah, they at least like it's so frustrating. Like I said, it's when when Democrats are in office, it's just preventing whatever bad mm-hmm. thing Republicans would have done. Yeah. We don't actually do anything because we we're to stupid do stuff. and we and like, waste our time and our power. And it's just, so frustrating. And I just want to I want to I want to make something clear. We did like I I, 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 just, I know we got the rescue plan, <laughs> but we need to do more, or the I, world is going to burn to death. I I so agree. Here's that, the thing. But the rescue plan was never intended to stand alone. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that that's like exactly. a really important, important part because the whole idea of getting the American rescue plan pa- passed, get some of those more strictly pandemic related um, crises, at least, I mean, obviously we're still doing this, but, you know, at least stop some of the bleeding but it was never passed with the intention of it being the only piece of recovery legislation. Absolutely. It was never the end all. Exactly. This entire plan and all the things that we were just chatting about that have gotten either cut completely or have gotten watered down to make someone in a corporate office happy. Mm -hmm. um, They were always supposed to go together. And the fact that everyone, you know, got on board for that 
and now it's just like, oh, well, no, we're going to fight about this price tag. We're going to fight about this. We're going to fight about whatever. It's just like, it's so infuriating because it's like, this was the plan all along. Mm-hmm. Why are we doing this now? Why are we holding up these things that could be helping people and making real, real change in people's everyday lives? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's one of those where it's just like, I, I, I implore, like... <laughs> I don't know if you have to like get this mother like get these these people in like on camera uh, on national television and like be like okay this is this is the bill here are the provisions in the bill you go through and you will we'll go through each and every one and you tell me what doesn't deserve funding like like that is that is where we're at because we we yeah. having this like big having this big fight is useless when like uh, Joe Manchin only <laughs> only has to uh, uh, communicate with us via vague op-ed in the fucking Wall Street Journal <laughs> where he can like just go in and be like I just I, like it is. And, and Kirsten Cinema doesn't talk to fucking anyone unless she's right. cornered. And when she's cornered, she just says nonsense. Like it right. is, it she is just acts like a fool. She acts like a straight up like cartoon villain, like yeah. where she's just like purposely evading every premise of any question asked of her. Like I just, I there's no, there's no reason for this. Like I, I don't understand. I truly don't understand. As someone who like, you know, I've. In my history, I have, I have, you know, I, I just, I'm trying to figure out how to say this in a way that doesn't make me sound insane. I don't get the value of, I don't get the value of trying to water down or kill important legislation when it's one, helpful for people, and two, politically helpful. It is a good political move. Does Joe Manchin think he won't get reelected in West Virginia if he passes a popular fucking bill? Like, does does Kirsten Sinema think that people will like, like, she seems to be on the, like, path to try to get the least people to like her at one time and yeah that like, seems to be her goal like yeah. her goal seems to be i need to make sure that everyone hates me literally yeah like, there's no faction of cinema supporters at this i point. can't find i truly for me other than like monetary reasons well i can't find a logical reason not to pass both of these bills and and not just that you're putting the you're putting the regular infrastructure bill the bipartisan infrastructure bill um in jeopardy by by acting like an asshole for this one because yeah. truly there will be no bipartisan bill without the president's agenda and it's, you don't get both it's great that they're actually standing by that like, yes because usually you just expect that the democrats will fold so well, i yep. mean i'm interested in seeing if we continue to stand by that, I mean, obviously there's a lot to watch in the next, you know, couple weeks, but yeah, hopeful at least since they're actually taking a stand and sticking to it. What do you, what do you think? Um, I guess I'll end it with this. Yeah. Like, do you think after a certain amount of time? I have uh, no idea. I don't, like you said, the, the motive, the only motivation that is clear is, is financial gain for mm-hmm. them. Yeah. So, how do we actually counteract that? They don't care that we know. Like, I don't. Literally. Right? She's yeah. leaving. Like, no, it's, so it's, it's really. Right out there. It's all good. It's she's... up to their whims. So, and whatever 
pressured. Like, I mean, the president is literally like directly negotiating with Cinema and Mansion, and it's he did like yeah. a fucking another West Wing reference about to make, but he did like a West Wing walk to the fucking to the fucking Capitol and like held hands yeah. with Pelosi, and it was just like we're gonna fu- like what do we what do we do well, what that, do we yeah and that like pisses me off too because he's the president of the united states that is not how he should have to spend his time negotiating sure having you know we we don't want the president and congress to not be communicating but he shouldn't be having to cater to two people in his own party who yep. are claiming to be moderate when they in fact are the ones being really extreme yep yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They're they're. I mean, like sometimes with centrists, and I <laughs> will move on after this because I'm going to say something rude about centrists. Sometimes with centrists, it Fair feels point. like they want to like like. There's always like this talk of like the radical left. The left wants to judge. Truly, with centrists, it feels like they're radical in the sense that like they're they're desire to get absolutely nothing done <laughs> like they will go to great lengths to not change the stats not change anything at all yeah. they will go through incredible lengths to do that like that's what we're seeing right now we're seeing two two people in the senate and then like multiple people led by one new jersey asshole in the house uh do their damnedest to make sure that n- that that no uh no progressive change happens and that in itself is so annoying and and is indicative of the like radical nature of centrist where they they will do their best they will do they will pull out all the stops to make sure that nothing at all uh changes for the better well and i think like we need to like that's where the narrative needs to be shifted like these people are not moderate these people are not centrists they are to the right Mm -hmm. like the left there's a big big old chunk of the political spectrum that supports everything that's happening and who the progressives are the ones actually fighting for people who are you know not as progressive as they are Mm -hmm. for sure um and they are of course you do you, you brought up you know it's the radical left it's this and that and they are always painted as being really extreme. And I think that we like do the party a disservice when the majority of the democratic party is more progressive than the people who are saying that they're the centrist Mm -hmm. people want big change. They are tired of struggling all the time. These policies are popular because they're reflective of the change that people actually need. Mm -hmm. Anyone holding that up and saying that they have a legitimate reason that they, for some reason, can't um, share with anyone, you know, Um, you know, it's like the arguments about like the, the debt ceiling and also these are made up things. Like you're making up, you're picking arbitrary numbers Mm -hmm. and deciding that that's why you're going to hold up progress that can literally help millions and millions of people. Um, let's, uh, let's get into the last topic. Uh, so as we had talked about there, there are elections happening in 2021, um, in next month. Um, but those aren't what we're talking about right now. (laughs) And I, and I now, and I see here the mistake that I have made where we talked about them up top. We did talk about them up top, but not in this as in depth as we should. 
Um, what? Do you disagree? <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out how you're going to get around to what we're doing. Go ahead. Oh, we're going to we're going to talk about elections happening in 2022, and I'm just saying that it really we really should remember that there are elections happening in 2021, and they're very 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 important, and we should not overlook those. Now, Correct. as I've said that, let's overlook those and talk about what's happening sure. in 2022. <laughs> Yep. Um, so firstly, we have a gubernatorial election um, happening. Um, Tom Wolf is term limited and will not be, uh, uh, cannot seek a third term. Um, I don't believe he's running for anything at this time. So he no. might just go back to being a rich guy who's just chilling and being rich. Katrina, can we just really quickly, do you remember when he ran and we were like, Oh yeah. I've we, said this multiple times. We weren't, we weren't, I was not into him, but he's done, he's Same. done a very good job. Yeah. I'm very happy with him yeah. as yeah. governor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I remember we were like, no, thank you. Um, yeah. And exactly. I'm, I'm, I think there was a lot of that feeling. Yeah. We were not the only ones. Yeah. But he did a, a great job. Um, so well, but, and, and again, it comes down to like, Hey, you know who sucked? Tom Corbett. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. At, you know, sometimes you know we don't always get the candidate that we want. Not like in the presidential primary from last year, when again Katrina and I were fully on board with the Biden candidacy. Yep, yep, um, yep, yep, yep. Sometimes you know, better just has to be better. You yeah. Know? Don't compare me to the Almighty. Compare me to the alternative, as um, <laughs> Joe Biden would say. <laughs> Yeah, and that's what I always say myself. As so. your as your original candidate would say. I remember you I remember you coming on the podcast and being like I um fuck Elizabeth Warren. Mm-hmm. It, it's Joe Biden time, baby. It's it's I'm I'm riding with Biden. I don't care about Elizabeth Warren or Kamala Harris. Get him get him out of there. We don't need women. It's all yeah, about Yeah, no. That definitely. sounds like us, definitely. It's yeah, all that about That's definitely exactly what we said. It's all about this old white man we love him we love him yeah yeah definitely need an old white man who's been in power for a really really long time Mm -hmm. that's what we that's katrina yeah right that sounds like me i remember you i katrina especially you you were really the biggest fan katrina you originally said you said um uh he i love i love senators and he was a senator and i love delaware (laughs) that's what you said Those were the really important things. <laughs> you said it was important yeah. for you to have a senator who was from Delaware. From one of the smallest states, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nope. That all sounds right. Anyway, <laughs> so the governor's race. So the governor's <laughs> race. We are um uh we are kind of still waiting for anyone to officially jump in on the Democratic side. Yeah, they're um, all for... waiting for the, the... The obvious person who's going for to the run. one who's gonna win. <laughs> They're waiting for yeah. So let's let's well, we can just say it. They're waiting for Josh Shapiro to like uh, AG Josh Shapiro um, to uh, formally announce. So they could be like, no, thank you. I don't feel like losing this primary to Josh Shapiro. Um, yeah. uh, I think Josh Shapiro already according to and I'm 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 on the I'm on the page for the for the race. Josh Shapiro already has the endorsement of Larry Krasner, the district, the DA from Philadelphia um, and Tom Wolf, as well as Brian Sims, go Huskies. Who's also running for Lieutenant governor. Um, oh yeah. I'm, I'm heavily um, on the Brian Sims. That would be amazing. I'm on the Brian Sims train until Summerlee jumps in and then I'm, and then I'm for Summerlee. That's fair. That's <laughs> but, fair. but, but and, also amazing. Obviously, obviously, this is subject to change. I mean, there um, is okay. a lieutenant governor candidate named Steve Irwin, and I feel like I'm sorry. Is, yeah. What? He, I mean, the the Wikipedia doesn't have a link for him, so I have no details. <laughs> but 
He's Steve a Irwin. He's a Pittsburgh attorney. I, I, I he's a Pittsburgh attorney. Um, I didn't know this. Running for lieutenant governor. Um, he's according to Politics PA, he's billed as a longtime Pittsburgh attorney and activist. Um, okay, interesting. His name is Steve Irwin. Does he have an Australian accent? <laughs> I don't. That'll get him some votes. I would very much. <laughs> he yes. If he can take one photo with a crocodile, I think he's got it. I think that's it, honestly. What do you What do you know specific? I mean, uh, I, I want to like throw it open for for everyone. I uh, before we get to the Republican candidates, who um, one of which we'll know very, very, very well. Um, <laughs> uh, what do we think of potentially um, uh, running Josh Shapiro at, uh, for for um, governor? Is there was there anyone that you were disappointed that didn't jump in? Was there anyone that you're just, glad didn't jump in, or or are you like what? I don't are, are we still in fatigue from the from the Democratic primary of president where everyone ran? I don't understand why. I mean, I guess. You would think that there would be a little more interest, like everyone's running for Senate and no, like no one mm-hmm. is running for governor. So I, I guess there must be some real political pressure there on Shapiro's behalf because it's kind of crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm not excited about Shapiro. I think he is a good <laughs> shot to win, but I mean. I hope he wins if he's the only candidate we have. Well, well, we have Steve Irwin, so he's definitely. I mean, like, you're right. You're right. You're right. We might get Joe Torcella, (laughs) who lost his statewide election, so that would be great. I could do a whole. I'm gonna do a minute on Joe Torcella. (laughs) Please, please go ahead. You are. Yeah, you go ahead. You're gonna. You know more about these political insider things. Well, it's so. Torcella, mm-hmm. who is from Berwick, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. so right down the road. From I didn't where know that. I am. Yeah, um, yeah. His mom lives in Berwick. She, you know, comes to Columbia County events and stuff. Um, did not run a fucking campaign for his job that he had. Yeah, twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Like, did not campaign, and then it was like weird that I lost. You know. He didn't do anything. Yeah. He, I don't know if it was overconfidence. I don't. I have no idea why. I don't know what the response was. We asked in Columbia County, okay? We asked if we could get campaign signs. And, like, yard signs don't vote, blah, 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 blah. All true. But, like, it is good for people to have them out there, get the name out there, yeah, whatever. It's good but for name said, ID. No, we're not really doing signs. And we were all just like, wait, what now? And then he got he, – he lost. You know, he lost by – it wasn't that close. Like it should have been closer. You would think he was the incumbent. I I, I would. And who take the other things on the top of the ticket won. Yeah. You know? I want to push back. It was very close. It was within a percentage point. I, other was than it? I thought it was further. Apart. It was within a percentage point. I, I agree. Right. I agree with you on like everything yeah. else you've said. No, that's okay. I think in my mind, I'm so mad about it that in my brain, but if I'm it's, like, he lost it, by if, like 75 points. If okay? he didn't <laughs> fucking, if he didn't run, then like, yeah. I mean, that percentage point could have been made up if he ran a easily. campaign. So easy. I was so, I was confused by that. I'm just like, how did Josh Shapiro win handily and, and yep. uh, Biden won, but for some reason our treasurer switched. Like I never <laughs> so, and that's the thing. And then you've got Nina Ahmad running for Auditor General, busting her ass trying to get 
money raised and doing all that and coming up short, mm -hmm. which I don't know, maybe had some things to do with sexism, racism, mm. misogyny, so. uh, xenophobia, like lots and lots of things, you know, and unfortunately she was not successful, mm -hmm. but like, I look at that loss and go, okay, well, she had the following 73 things working against her. And she worked Torcella. to try to win. Torcella was a fucking incumbent and he's a white dude. Biden and Shapiro both won by a good margin. Mm -hmm. There is no reason he should have lost that race. Yeah. I, I, I mean, hearing that he didn't run is, is wild to me. Like, yeah, I don't understand. There was like basically no campaign. I don't understand. Like, like, I mean, regardless of your, your, you're still in a swing state of PA. PA is PA is purple at best, right? We can't. PA yeah. is not oh, yeah. blue. It's like not blue. It's no. purple at best. So you do have to work to keep your job, even if you have your job. Like you have to yeah. put in the work to do it. And yeah. like, yeah, sometimes we'll see like someone get you know slapped down like Scott Wagner, which is great, but. <laughs> I mean for sure. <laughs> but you still need to like do the work to try to keep your job. I don't, I don't understand why he, but yeah, he may run for governor or maybe he just, maybe he'll announce for governor and not actually run. <laughs> um. Yeah. And it's like, and, and here's the thing, you know, because I don't, I don't honestly think that this part of the conversation is that important. It just pisses me off. So mm -hmm. I wanted to call that out. No, but that's that. like Torcella is, yeah, that just makes me mad. Um, but Shapiro who I think my level of enthusiasm for is a little higher than Katrina's. Um, I do think generally he has done a good job yep. and has run a very aggressive auditor or uh, attorney general's office. Um, there are some criminal justice issues yeah. that we need to talk about, um, you know, as we move forward, which, you know, we'll have lots of opportunities yeah. to do so. Um, we'll wait he until he formally announces and then we'll do he that. Is, yeah. He's an extremely strong candidate. He performed better than Biden in some areas in Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, he's extremely popular. Um, he has not, even though there are issues, you know, no candidate is, is perfect except Elizabeth Warren, but, um, <laughs> you know, no candidate is perfect. You mean Joe Biden, right? Uh, I'm sorry. I meant, yeah, that's why I'm sorry. My, I, I hit my head earlier. So, um, <laughs> lost my memory but um you know he's extremely popular he has done some really high profile positive things in pennsylvania and has very aggressively stood up um to the pennsylvania gop and the nonsense that they're trying to pull with these election reviews yeah um you know so i do think that there are positives especially as we move into a time when we know that that sort of thing is just going to increase um and going back to the first thing that we talked about um huge advocate for abortion rights and reproductive health services mm -hmm. um has stood up for the trans community and the lgbtq community and like that's you know it's it's not a perfect scenario but I don't know of a candidate who could get in, even though yeah. he has not officially announced, which is kind of interesting to me. Like I have a couple thoughts on maybe why that's the case, but um, I don't know of another candidate who could raise the money that mm -hmm. he has, which uh, unfortunately that's 
important huge thing yeah get the endorsements that he's already gotten and that is just as popular among voters even some independents and republicans mm-hmm. um i just don't see another candidate who who would even give him a run for his money yeah, yeah and it's it's like we talked about before it is so so crucial that we maintain the governor um yeah position so i get it i like i'm just not super excited like the criminal justice yeah. stuff i that's that's what turns me off but yeah and this is what we're getting so it's not like there's gonna be another and, choice really and let's and be I think on that let's push him you know what yeah. i mean like and i think that that's what the progressive movement in pennsylvania is going to do because th- those concerns are not not it's not a secret that those are the concerns I, I, and the progressive movement which got the election done for biden last year is going to push him to be better on criminal justice. Mm-hmm. And let's be clear, like when the time comes when he does announce um, when the, the race gets a little, we're going to go, I think we, it, it would be a disservice if we didn't um, get more um, like in depth about yeah. the issues. Like we're going to, we're going to talk about it. It is going to, you know, we're not going to just let that, let, you know, let it slide. Like we did this with Katrina did this with Biden. Um, like fucking, what? I mean, after <laughs> after Katrina like sang Biden's praises um, mm-hmm. unendingly, um, she did point out some issues that she had with Joe Biden and and the issues yeah, that I were there. I think they were issues that other people had. Yeah, 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 yeah. She definitely. She said, I was just reporting on them. Yeah, she said exactly. like th- she said this is my guy. I have no problems at all. I think he's perfect. Think he's awesome. However, some other people are saying, and then she said like some something. <laughs> Um, but like, like, so I think, I think it would be important that we talk about, um, you know, those kinds of like, I mean, we did it with, we did it with, um, Fetterman and we're going to keep doing it with Fetterman and we'll get to that in a second, but, um, uh, yeah. we'll get to that in a second, but, um, let's talk about some of the, um, uh, let's talk about, <laughs> I say some, let's talk about one of the, um, Republicans that are running for, uh, governor, uh, in nope. PA. Now, <laughs> no, <laughs> thank don't you. Don't want to do that. No, don't thank you. Do that. Um, uh, now I've had um, I've had Dr. Neil Strine on this podcast before, and I've also had um, a good friend of mine uh, named Doris Devorhees on this podcast before. And I asked Dr. Strine, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I I have asked Doctor. I, I this was one of my one of my favorite moments of the podcast that I've that I've ever had that I've ever got the pleasure to do, which was um, Arista left a message regarding um, I I the candidate that we're about to talk about. And I asked Shrine to respond to that message, which was um, regarding Lou Barletta. Um, I got to look Dr. Shrine in the face and ask and, and say like um, a previous guest on the podcast said, and I'm quoting, fuck Lou Barletta. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Um, I, I wanted to be clear. My thoughts um, I concur with Arista. Fuck Lou Barletta. Lou Barletta is an awful individual. He is, uh, just straight up garbage. Um, his his xenophobic run in in uh, Hazelton, um, like he's just he's just awful. Um, and I, I I do fear that like th- this is one of the things that we had like talked about with like uh, regards to um, regards to what happens if a lunatic right winger wins the state mm-hmm. of wins the governorship in, in uh, Pennsylvania. That's, that's like, yeah. Lou Barletta is like, honestly, one of the Close worst case scenarios. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. I do take solace in the fact that he already lost statewide. 
in the height of Trump. Um, yeah. So and and he did get his ass kicked. Like that was yeah. not close at all. And I know I'm right about that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think. Yeah, he ran for Senate in 2018 and lost to Bob Casey by 15 points. Wow. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. My apologies. By thirteen point one points, my math was yeah. Wrong. And I and I and that's another like I think credit to Shapiro is that like he does seem like he could have that same Bob Casey like uh, like ability mm-hmm. for yeah. the f- across the state. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't have any of those pesky things like boobs or you know a, d- a different <laughs> color skin. Or, uh, that's very <laughs> handy. So. <laughs> Yeah, getting getting. <laughs> he doesn't have pesky things like boobs. <laughs> Sorry. You know, I know we said we had an episode title, but now I feel like it's <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know which one we should go with. Oh man. But yeah, he's. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna post the episode twice with both names. <laughs> They're both amazing. They're both great. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, Lou, Lou Barlett is a huge piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Huge piece he of really shit. really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I, it would be really, I think even midterm, you know, Biden administration, I think it'll be really hard to to win statewide. But I think he will likely get the Republican nom. There's no one else on that list of like a million fucking people who are already declared or exploring or anything else that I think. You know, no one has the name recognition no. that he does. The only person who I don't think is on, if we're looking at the Wikipedia list. Which we are. Which we are. Yeah. So, you know, the the concern, I would say, is the lower part of the list where you've got people like Mastriano. You've Mm -hmm. got people like Dan Mm -hmm. Muser. You've got people like Mike Terzai, fuck that dude, fuck it. right? Mike Terzai, who, you know, who have expressed interest according to you know Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jake Corman, who's you know also terrible. Like, there's so many people who maybe haven't officially announced or whatever who are also bad. None of it's good. Like, mm-hmm. none of them will be good. Right. Lou Barletta does have the name recognition, and he's BFFs with Trump um and like you know that they're going to trot him out yeah i'm pretty Um, sure donald trump jr already endorsed barletta that i i believe you a hundred percent like is that on the wikipedia page sounds right (laughs) or maybe that because uh, because donald trump jr is listed on the wikipedia page as a potential runner oh yeah now steve bannon did um uh steve bannon uh endorsed lou barletta it might have been on the Senate page. So if you if you think if you think if you think oh, hey, no, I see it. okay, I see it now. If you think hey, I don't really think is there can someone confirm that I shouldn't like Lou Barletta? Mm-hmm. Well, Steve Bannon can. Steve Bannon loves him. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> um, and I think like just the fact that again, Barletta does have that the relationship that he has with. Trump now Trump is probably pretty mad at him because I think he thought Barletta was going to help him more in Northeast PA (laughs) and he didn't Um, Trump underperformed in the region Um, but I think that it is going to be to be tough again like it kind of the same you know in terms of the effect on the Republican side it's going to be hard to beat Barletta for name recognition Mm -hmm. yeah which will hopefully work in our favor 
and yeah. not results. Here's, here's in, the thing. Right. Here's the, the thing. I truly governor. like that's my thing that I'm worried about. I don't like because I remember the last time I was like, "Ooh, I hope they nominate this person because we're oh, gonna because right, right, right. we're gonna oh, yeah. kick their I ass." I do think there is like I, I take the threat very seriously. Mm-hmm. Like he definitely could win under certain circumstances, and you know it's going to be questioned too. That's mm-hmm. the other thing. Like, so say it's Shapiro Barletta and Shapiro wins by 13 points, they're going to be like, well, we got to check those results. You know, that's what's just going to happen again. We have to just be aware of that. I think that people have known in Pennsylvania Barletta for over a decade and they have their opinions of him. Mm -hmm. I think pretty set. It's not like he's been in office. There's not a persuasion campaign to run there. He hasn't been in office doing anything for the last six years. So there's not much... Yeah. I'm still baffled by the fact that he didn't get a Trump appointment when he lost. The yeah, I, I agree. I 100% thought that he was going to be named director of Homeland Security. Yeah, well, here's the thing. Is. Trump Trump doesn't like losers or Trump doesn't like Trump doesn't like losers or prisoners of war. Um, I wanted to mention that yeah. because not because Lou Barletta is pr- a prisoner of war. I just wanted to re- remind everyone that Donald Trump said he likes soldiers who weren't captured. I just want to remind yeah. everybody of that. Yeah, cool. Well, and veterans are what suckers suckers and losers losers yeah so what's in it for them (laughs) what's yeah right like this person is just like not a human being yeah but yeah i i take the barletta threat very seriously Mm. but yes um so uh, i mean go brian sims go uh go huskies (laughs) um (laughs) unless summerly jumps in the race and then i'm probably gonna switch to summerly but um i I'm going to keep an open mind. <laughs> I'm going to keep an open mind. Let's move on to our final, which is the uh, Senate election in PA. Now, that's the one where everyone seems to be vying for a piece. Um, yeah. Oh, my gosh. This is going to be so annoying. I swear. It's already. I know. Let's. Let's chit chat about some of some of those, and 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 I I I, I wanted uh, Jess to kind of just talk with you a little bit about like um, what you think about the current uh, Democratic lineup that we have. Um, uh, now, now there are declared candidates. I want to really quick just mention some of the potential candidates. Um, again, they have Wikipedia has Summer Lee in this section as well. Um, Joe Torcella in this section as well. Eugene De Pasquale. <laughs> uh, Joe Sestak is, is, is a maybe. We're not uh, doing that again. We're not. not. Joe Sestak ran for president for like six minutes, I believe, right? We're, we're just not doing that again. I got as many delegates as Joe Sestak. Exactly. Wait, it says in here withdrawn uh, Brondon Dean, and instead they're running for Senate in Alabama. So they declared <laughs> that they were running for Senate in Pennsylvania and then switched to Alabama? Mm-hmm. Is that what? I mean, maybe it's I'm a her- confused by that. You're right. Maybe it's a Herschel Walker <laughs> situation where Herschel Walker didn't live in uh, Georgia until he decided he was going to run for Senate in Georgia. Mm. Um, maybe that. I, I don't well, know. Well, they were the mayor of Alabama. They were the I mayor of Brighton, Alabama. They were the mayor, mayor of. Alabama. They were the mayor of Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to make up a title for myself. <sighs> I'm the, yeah, I'm the mayor of Alabama. Um, so let's let's talk I don't about. Know that I want you. Let's let's kind of talk about um, who we have in the um, in the 
uh, a, a lineup for Democratic candidates for Senate. Um, we do have, um, and I'm just going to read again, reading off of the uh, uh, Wikipedia page, uh, Valor Krush. Uh, Arkush, whose emails I stopped getting because I'm like, I'm done with getting these emails. Um, no, John- they still, still come. Like, just, just <laughs> wait five minutes. You're going to get another one. I don't care what you unsubscribe to. They're going to come. John Fetterman, uh, Malcolm Kenyatta, uh, Connor Lamb, Sharif Street. What are your thoughts on on um, our uh, field of our field of democratic candidates and, and like, like your initial thoughts and what are you looking forward to? I'm not, I'm not going to like, you know, I'm not going to pin you down on a candidate now. I'm not going to make you pick anybody, but, but like, what are you, what are you looking forward to uh, uh, debate wise? What do you want to hear from these candidates or like, what is the, what are the specific issues that you're looking um, to, to hear about in debates? Hmm. Katrina, I I posit the same thing to you. If you, mm, I probably won't, watch debates unless you make me um, <laughs> we are and that ladies and gentlemen is why i am the debate correspondent yeah. we are in a like them <laughs> we do a political podcast and there will be debates about our senate position yeah. and you're like i'm probably know i'm I probably like. i'm probably gonna fucking skip those I for got, sure i got my choice um yeah i mean i have my choice too but what am i looking to to hear i'd love to hear an apology from john fetterman on you know pointing That's a gun at someone who didn't do anything nice fucking That's try nice try a lot of lists i think um i'd love to hear we hear in the debates i just want it to be substantive yes i think that that's there i am critical of the fetterman campaign i don't think there is enough substance um, mm-hmm. for things that directly affect um, people in the in the moment that we're in. Um, I don't like it and and you can't separate out the incident that, that Katrina mentioned. If that was not a very important thing that happened, you know, I do think that Fetterman has done a good job of keeping himself um, in you know, the national spotlight to give himself additional name recognition. Um, you know, I'm, I'm really tired of hearing about how tall he is because that <laughs> in and of itself is not an important um, detail when someone is running for the United States Senate. Um, but uh, hold on one second, guys. Can I give a, while you're, while you do the whole uh, important thing, I think um I, I agree. I don't care how tall he is. He does like sheets more than Wawa, and that is uh, that is a, that is a thing for me. That's actually a sticking point yeah. for me. And if and if yeah. no, if I could important. just if I could just get past the fact that he accosted a black jogger with a shotgun, I would be one hundred. The the sheets thing would put me over the top. <laughs> it would be the sheets thing. Yeah, I mean that's fair because and they are equally important. Mm-hmm. I would say that mm-hmm. um, definitely no. And I mean, I don't know how I am. I'll be totally honest. And, you know, it's a conversation that's happening pretty regularly in, you know, all of the political circles. I don't know how anyone can say I'm a Fetterman supporter and not have a response to that. Mm-hmm. Um, not the sheets thing, but you know, <laughs> the, the issue with the, the jogger who was not doing anything criminal and, you know, him pulling a gun like I can like Fetterman's policies 
you know, and this is one of those times, like, I don't want to like a bogus apology. Like it needs to then come with a conversation Mm -hmm. about like implicit bias and all Mm -hmm. of those things. And like, and, you know, because here's the thing, I'm also willing to assume some best intentions and maybe there, maybe there was something that he thought was going on that does not excuse what happened. And it doesn't mean that we shouldn't, he should not reflect on that, especially as he is attempting to represent the entire state. And he's clearly he's done the exact opposite. Like he's not he's reflecting on it. He, yeah. He's, he's insist in. like, oh, because yeah. this man was arrested eight years later, clearly I was right. Oh. Like, and not that's to- the attitude yeah. that's like, incredibly incredibly frustrating and and not to not to litigate this right now because there there i think you know when it comes to like talking about candidates we will have a time to really get into the like we'll we'll dedicate episodes to like specifically talking about the specific issues with candidates who are running like i'm fine with that i think we should do that but and, and like like you know not to dig too far in his own admission, he was trying to stop a school shooting on a weekend. So that's kind sure. of like that's that's what his his argument was. He was he thought that this person jogging who didn't have a weapon, um, he thought that he heard pop sounds, and this is his admission. He heard popping sounds and thought there was a school shooting on a weekend, and he would stop it in his pickup truck with a shotgun. Yep. That's that's what he said. To the Atlantic, who printed yeah. the story. <laughs> so, Absolutely. So I feel like his, his, uh, it, it just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Usually, I would argue that the, the, if you looked at data, the time that school shootings were happening the least were on weekends. <laughs> that's just my guess. So his, yep, his sounds right. His thing was just absolute bullshit to me. Yeah. But and we'll get into it on another day. I just want to say that because it makes me so mad. I think the the thing that is rough for me is that I don't think that will really make much of a difference. Especially, he'll yeah. probably lose uh, hopefully a a decent amount of progressive voters uh, in the primary. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. But I don't think it would be. I still think he will probably win the primary. Um, and I think he has a decent chance to win the state. I don't think this will hold him back, even though it's an absolutely insane thing that oh, I guess we're just going to be fine with. Like, let's, yeah, let's yeah. let's get into some other candidates yeah. just so that we don't dominate this with Fetterman talk, because I just I don't want to do that because I will start yelling. Um, so That's fair. So let's let's talk about some other candidates. Uh, Connor Lamb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see now I'll start yelling. Yeah, Connor right. La- Connor Lamb has jumped into the race. I would love. I would now 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 I understand this podcast is not big or huge or on anyone's radar whatsoever. However, really? what the hell am I doing? I agree. I, I think it's a big hit. I, I love that we have tricked you into coming on this like little known podcast so often. I've been, I've been doing, this is the last two and a half hours of my life. What am your, I, what am I doing here? Your time is valuable and we are fucking hey. wasting it. I'm pretty <laughs> sure our cool. niece said that we are famous because we do a podcast. So our niece said that yeah. Kyrie said that. Mm-hmm. Oh, Aww. yeah. When she was here. Can I get that? Can I get that in a statement from her? We should. We should ask her to write that down for yeah, us. I'll get her to write that down and <laughs> I'll hang it up. In you could this. use that for publicity, honestly. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hang yeah. it up in the studio. How old is she? 14. 14. <laughs> 
oh, listen, that's a teenager. Yeah, I know. She's probably an influencer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so, no, we, we got the, look, we got the Gen kids. Gen Z, baby. We got those kids. Yeah. We got those kids hooked on the podcast. They're, they're following our, they're following our TikTok. They fucking love it. They just see our. You cl- have a TikTok? I, <laughs> I have a TikTok that I use to post uh, um, just clips of alcoholics. Um, okay. So the so the clips that you'll see that I post, um, the one with the logo and the and the and the bars, um, uh, that that I, I post uh, I post I post that on TikTok as well. That's it though. Okay. Cool story. Cool. Okay, that was a good story. I just asked if you had a TikTok. I didn't need like the whole origin story of it. So Connor Lamb's running for Senate. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. Now, now I have a couple of questions about this. For example, okay. what do we think about why? the idea oh. that? What do we think? Yeah, why is a good question. Um, mm. What do we think about the idea that he is going to vacate a? Because in, in PA, you can't run for Senate and your House seat, right? Correct. So Correct. he's going to vacate a vulnerable seat in order that to. he thinks is going to be redrawn. In order to. Oh. I think he thinks that he's going to be drawn out of his district. That. Okay. All right. That tracks. I, th- I do honestly think that that's what's ca- what's happening there. No, that tracks. I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't piece that one. That's something I, I missed. So that's why I'm glad that you're here. You can you can help me out with that nonsense that I just you straight up. You don't know that for sure. And if that's not how it goes. No what, what you're saying is a hundred percent accurate mm. and it is fucking bullshit after again after all of the progressives in the state got behind ugh, a moderate white dude to mm-hmm. win that seat because let's be real that's who was gonna win that seat a moderate a moderate white who dude who who then like years later in a like in in his other race um complained about progressives making it harder for him to win um that was also like something i was just like i mean fuck right off my man (laughs) like um, literally yeah so um because that seat if it's not i mean all the seats are going to be redrawn but if it's not drawn out or if it's not you know a big chunk that gets lost um in a way that would make it make him less viable or whatever um we need that fucking seat. Mm-hmm. Like we need that seat. It was hard for him to win. What the fuck are you doing? Right. I mean, you're trying to get some sort of job security, but the progressive movement is not going to jump on board for Connor Lamb. No, no. In fact, the progressive I... movement is more likely to jump on board for Fetterman than for Connor Lamb. That argue that some of the progressive movement has already dropped on board for Fetterman. That but that is not, untrue but uh katrina connor lamb jumping into the race do you we had at that point it was um you know uh essentially the oxygen of for the candidates uh the oxygen was with um kenyatta and and fetterman mostly fetterman um what do you think about this uh what about what do you think about uh lamb jumping in the race and how do you how do you think that factors into the race i think it doesn't factor much because even though Fetterman is more progressive with his ideas, um, I think his attitude and just the way he is really appeals to like those white, more conservative Democrats in PA. Like he's got what they're looking for. (laughs) So they're not going to care about this clean cut young guy when they can have this giant who acts real tough and wears shorts to work every day. Like, he's he's the soul of these 
Pennsylvania hillbilly like attitude Whoa, people. Forgotten, so, forgotten white people. Yeah. I would, so I, I I don't think he actually. I really don't think the people who care about like I, policies. I don't think it's going to matter too much. I would argue. I I, I get. What and you're progressives s- obviously are not interested. They're not interested in not in 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 lamb for right now. Absolutely. I, mm-hmm. I, I would. I think I would. I think I would just kind of push back a little bit. I think that, I think that, um, you know, they're, I think the conservative Democrats are definitely going to be taking a good hard look at Connor Lamb, who has in his uh, time as running ran as a, you know, moderate to centrist, uh, centrist Democrat, you know, like Mm -hmm. not, Mm -hmm. not pushing the status, not pushing the status quo too hard, not, um, not pushing to change anything too much. I just really think they're going to like Fetterman's whole deal. I mean, more than they care about the policies. I will say that I think I, 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 one of the things I do think that it, 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 uh, it, one of the things I do think matters a lot is, um, Fetterman's position on marijuana and, and Mm -hmm. how, how much she has pushed for it because uh marijuana but i think that's overall incredibly popular so i don't that's think that's what i'm saying detriment that's her. what i'm saying i'm saying that yeah. it is and, and we don't know what like connor lamb hasn't made i don't from from what i understand hasn't made his opinion on that clear at all um so. and and fetterman has that's that's fetterman's mm-hmm. like that's fetterman's like main like main thing right so I, I do think that that is going to I think that's going to benefit him in in a lot of circles that like maybe like if they if they found out about other things wouldn't necessarily like but his his main thing of like his his um, statewide tour talking about marijuana legalization mm-hmm. I think that is going to be huge for him in this primary yeah. like like that's just and and coming from someone who. Cars like look. I'd love to interview him, but I'm not going to vote for him in a primary. Like that is going to be something that is going to be very big for him, and he's going to try to ride um, to the finish line. Oh yeah, I agree. I I just don't think I I don't know. I think Connor Lamb is just boring. Um, and this is there's just so many damn fucking people in this race too, and it's going to be a shit show. Um, but yeah, I kind of think I think Fetterman's got that, even though he's not like. A moderate his views are kind of out there in various directions um but yeah I, I think Fetterman has that demographic that lamb would actually be trying to get yeah but I think that's right I think you also though need to look at where the corporate democrats are gonna want to put their money yeah. yeah that's true you know and again I hate that this is what we are talking about but it's real and that money's going to Connor Lamb. Yeah. I agree. Like that's that's and that you can buy votes. Like I let's agree. just be real. Like yep. that I think is an important um thing that we shouldn't cuz I agree like I don't want him in the race. I don't I think it's stupid to abandon that seat. Um I I I have so many thoughts on this, but I just I think corporate money big pack money and stuff is going to flood into his campaign. I, I, agree. I mean, lamb's got a ton of endorsements already. Yeah. Like way, way more than Fetterman. But, or but, but what are the, what are the endorsements? But right? Exactly. Like it's, yeah. it's like, there's okay. state legislatures, labor unions. Mm. Oh, okay. Okay. So he's got three labor unions. I want to, I will say, the uh, uh if 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 unions get behind him that will be that will be honestly big in that'll, my opinion that'll i mean that could hurt fetterman yeah yeah and and 
Uh, before we before we get out of here, he's got a couple labor unions too. Before we get out of here, I want to talk about Kenyatta, um, Malcolm Kenyatta mm-hmm. from Philadelphia. Um, currently, we're going to be one hundred percent honest. Our candidate here mm-hmm. at the podcast. Same. Yes. Yes. Love him. I love love him. When um when I found that um when we found that that Connor Lamb was jumping in, we were just like fuck, because like it's already gonna be hard for for him to get oxygen in this race because it will inevitably cut like it will unless again that's why I want to so see let's debates. Let's talk about the two white dudes. Exactly, and it will inevitably yeah. just boil down to which white dude are we gonna pick to do this? Like I. Because unfortunately, that is a that is a thing with the Democratic Party where we are just like, yeah, we love diversity. We love having we love the big tent. We love having everybody in. And if we can just send out the white guy, that'd be great. We could just get the white dudes. Can you go just? Can you really go good. just? If we could just send that white guy out there and um, have him say all those things. Can we get the white guy? No, I get it. Yeah, she has boobs though. So if you can get the white guy out there. <laughs> Um, pesky, pesky boobs. Pesky boobs. I think we have to call it pesky boobs, right? Pesky boobs. <laughs> I think we. I think we changed pesky the name boobs. to pesky boobs. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I think that Malcolm Kenyatta is a is a great candidate. He is. I love watching him speak. Um, I I love. Um, have, I have you have you seen him speak at all in person? No, sadly, no. I and I was jealous as shit when I. You go ahead. You talk about it. I'm gonna yeah, no no very rarely do you see a candidate who can connect with people that well um and who is again going back to my criticism earlier who is talking about real substantive things in people's day-to-day lives so he I was already a, a fan and he really kind of blew me away can you tell us can you tell us what the event was and like um yeah what was the event that you got to see him speak at yeah, so he spoke at the uh, Columbia County Democratic Party's like summer picnic this year, um, and it was actually him and Brian Sims. Um, you know, Sims. You know, let, support those Huskies. Come back to come back to Bloomsburg anytime. Because um, we had all of the statewide. Well, no, we didn't have all of the state. We had a few of the statewide judicial candidates, um, and then you know, in terms of other races, you know, who obviously were the priority because it's 2019 and, mm-hmm. or 20, yeah, 2019. No, it's not. <laughs> I wish. It's 2021. It's 2019? I have, like, you're right. you wish it was 2019? No. I feel like that's not true. Yeah, what do you mean I, mean, I, I wish? I was thinking about pre-pandemic world, though. Oh, oh that's that fair. Part, oh, yeah. yeah, that that part was better. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and really connected with people and did a, a really just amazing job of of showing like hey um i'm a young black man and i'm standing here in a rural county understanding that a lot of you have already chosen to support someone else but Mm. please listen to me and it i i he really blew me away yeah i mean i i i am a big fan of malcolm kenyatta um i think that he is great um i love his takes on honestly firstly i love that he will be a vote to get rid of the filibuster which i think is important um that said uh uh, to to be fair lamb said he would too at this point to be fair lamb said he would and fetterman said he would so literally 
I do like the idea that whomever we send um, is a yes is, is a, a is a yes to get no rid of the filibuster. Yes, however you want to however you want to frame it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he is um, absolutely great, I, I, and I, I would love for a uh, a, a black gay man to fucking uh, right. take over in in the Senate, and that'd be so great. And uh, anyway, um. I, I I know we're gonna have more to say as the races progress, um, and we'll definitely get into uh, talks about uh, specific candidates. We, we might have to like do like episodes that are just you know engineered to talk about specific candidates, um, and we will definitely do that uh, because it's super important to like know the candidate. Um, you know their their goods and bads. Um, you know we're gonna sing the praises of Malcolm Kenyatta, but you, like don't don't think we're not going to like try to look into uh, everything to make sure that we know exactly what's um, going on with him as a candidate. Um, I mean, he supported Hillary. So apparently that's fucking horrible and we can't have that. <laughs> um, uh, well, and it's like, I mean, here's where I'll do my disclaimer, like <laughs> as, as a party official, you also supported as, Hillary, right? And as a, yeah, um, and as the president of action together, like I have, you know, I am not speaking in my, uh, official capacities in any way but mm -hmm. just as a progressive we need progressive candidates and he is the progressive candidate and mm -hmm. that's just full stop like there's right. not really an mm -hmm. argument to be made oh but they are happening. making it yeah they yeah they're wrong yeah they're wrong well fetterman because... fetterman supported bernie yeah. over hillary like like so unfortunately unfortunately yeah so that's what it yeah you're right you're unfortunately right, we do kind of like fall into this fucking again these these 2016 proxy wars or, that we had yep. where where it it doesn't matter what your actual policies are it matters who you supported at that time and even right. though uh you know Malcolm Kenyatta is a is a progressive through and through. He supports all of the things that progressives support, including getting rid of the filibuster and making sure everybody has health care. Uh, he supported oh, Hillary. It's just so remarkable that off. supporting a woman, a woman, there's never been a woman as president of the United States because we get that thing once a year and we're too emotional. <laughs> <laughs> once a year. That, what that. idiot said once a year? Uh, <laughs> that's what you said um, so play back the tape um, so like so. the fact that that wasn't seen as progressive mm. like and just again we're not going to relitigate this whole yeah. thing but like that's a remarkably progressive thing is mm -hmm. you know supporting a you know a woman as a candidate but against a man who's been in his seat in the senate for an extremely long time I think the argument like, you know I think the argument that would be made against that would be it, you shouldn't support a woman just because she's a woman, and I and I I think that would be the and argument I'm sure that would be that he wasn't. I, yeah. I that's what I, was, I think that would be the argument that would be made against it, and I think that it could easily be combated because it's just like I didn't support Hillary Clinton because she's a woman. I supported Hillary Absolutely. Clinton because I agreed with Hillary Clinton, and a lot yeah. of the things that she said was correct. I think that would be that'd be the easiest way to get out of that fucking argument. Just like, sure. hey, yeah. <laughs> like remember when she said that um, you know Russia was going to treat Trump as a puppet? Remember that? Remember when she yeah. said that well, it was and super her policy positions? Like despite the fact that Bernie was viewed as the progressive. Her policy positions were still very progressive. They were prog like let's be clear, Bernie was the pro Bernie was the progressive, but she was oh, also sure. she also had progressive positions. I think her that her platform was still further left mm -hmm. than than any, any other fucking yeah, absolutely. Yep. 
And that's what, I, that's what I mean. And yeah. I, don't wanna, I really don't want to talk about No, no, I, I, no, I just, I agree. But, I just, because like, here's the thing. I'm, I'm 100% on the side of like, I voted for, <laughs> I'm not going to, yeah, I'm going to give up my, um, I'm going to give up my, my, uh, my progressive cred here. I voted for Hillary Clinton in that primary and I'm happy about that I? vote. I'm happy about that vote. I do think that I yep. do think that um, Hillary Clinton was a progressive candidate. I, I don't give a fuck about people who want to like you know be like, no, she was Hillary Clinton and she had all these bad opinions in the '90s. Like I don't fucking like. I was like, I'm sorry. I think that she was. I think that she was, and I'm 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 glad that I voted for her. And I think she was right about a lot of things that she said. No, I'm just gonna leave it at that. I'm gonna leave it at that. Um, <laughs> uh, that's gonna do it for us this week. I mean, I just want to point out we didn't discuss any Republican candidates for the Senate position. Uh, do do they matter? Evil. They do, are all evil. Do they matter? Like, can I just? Can, Did and you guys I, watch that one? I don't remember his name. I'm not looking at the list. That one with the ad about Gettysburg. Like, that's no. the worst. It's so gross. I must send it to you. Um, <laughs> like, it's so bad but good. Like, oh, no. bad in a good way. Like, good. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, is it? Was it Bardas? Sean, Sean Parnell. Sean Parnell. Sean Parnell sucks. I. I... Oh yeah, no, they oh, all he's, suck. Yeah, he's Just... the one that's endorsed by the Trumps. Yeah. Yep. The one that Connor yep. Lamb defeated for his. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Which is why Connor thinks he should be the candidate because he already he beat, that beat him before. He beat him before, so he he could beat him again. And though I think that may be true, I'd rather someone more progressive than Connor Lamb be in the Senate. Connor, if yeah. you have a problem with what I have said, Representative Lamb, please come on this podcast and 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 have a chat with him. Again, I would love to be the. I, we would we would love to be. Um, the 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 podcast that that all of the PA candidates have to come to. Now they won't because they don't have to, and people don't listen to this, and it's fine. <laughs> but but it'd be great if it were. Um, no, you're right. We didn't talk about any of the Republicans running for Senate, and, and we'll do it at another time. But we don't need to. They're just bad. They're bad. Oh yeah. It's a bad. It's all bad. It's a bad quote. <laughs> It's a bad quote. Oh, God. Oh, I hate that I have to figure out what the name of this podcast is. What no, the name of this podcast you is. Figured it out. Boobs. It's a Pasky boobs. boobs. All right, let's go to Pasky Boobs. boobs. Uh, thank you guys for listening this week. Um, we will be back next week with more of this. And I know you've all been clamoring for more content from us, so we gifted you with a over two-hour episode. And you know, it can't. It, we it's if Jess Britton's here, we're talking for two hours. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> That's my fault. That's it's my fault. That's just what we do. It's your fault. You should have made the the outline shorter. It was a very short outline, I mean, everybody. You should have made hour. it shorter. It should have just been one topic. <laughs> the incredibly Listen, how long are our su- our uh, succession uh, talk back episodes gonna be? Yeah. I mean, I just, I imagine we're. I imagine the episodes we'll, are an hour long, so probably three to four hours. I imagine. <laughs> I imagine we'll talk until the next episode airs. Yeah, that's, hey, that's a good call. Yeah, so you think these are long. Just wait. <laughs> also, also, Succession Season 3 comes out October 17th on HBO. You should definitely check that two out. Two of the three of us are real excited two about of, that. Two of the three of us are excited, and we are we are trying to figure out how we can do a Succession Talkback podcast. And, like, don't don't think we won't. Don't, don't sleep on it, because it might be coming your way. It might be coming your way. It might be hitting your headphones. All right. We're going to call it there. Thank everybody. Thank you all for listening. Um, we will be back next week. And until uh, next time, cheers. Cheers. Cheers.